more sugar expensive guitar. Here the we red go. One, grab the red no, one. No, Get the no. red guitar. Red guitar. Tambourine. Tambourine. percussion for you only. Are we rolling? This this not a, not a, are we rolling? Fucking ten miles of this place. <laughs> fucking Ibanez. Why are we not rolling? Say it. Uh, Make my OCD go. Uh, we're rolling. Thank you. Dig it. Lord of mercy. Ibanez. Follow me, you know. <laughs> my name is Vinny Pazienza. You're listening to the Broad Street Breakdown, episode number 15. 15. 15. 15 of them things. Yeah, we're lucky, uh, boys. We're lucky around uh, to be around for 15 episodes. Shit. I think we ain't fucking around, man. Well, I mean, the show that gets half a season, it's 12 episodes, and then they get canceled. That's Sometimes so 12 episodes right. is a full season. So we've already... Then they switch out the lead actor with somebody yeah. you never saw before. Yeah, well, it's HBO, it's a 10-episode season. Yeah. Cliffhanger mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah, <laughs> where will we end up? <laughs> Who kills Gavin? I got a hanger for you right oh. here, pal. Oh. Oh. Broad Street Breakdown is brought to you by Crescent Street Tattoo. 4371 Crescent Street, Philadelphia, PA, 19127. Facebook.com slash Crescent Street Tattoo. Go like us on there. IG, Crescent Street Tattoo. Email Crescent Street Tattoo at gmail.com. Or you can go to CrescentStreetTattoo.com. Check all the work there. It's also being brought to you by... No slam dancing, no stage diving, no spikes, and oral history of the legendary City Gardens. I like that dramatic pause. Written by Stevie Puerto Rico and oh, Rico. Amy Yates Wolfing. Go cop that in non-existent stores. <laughs> <laughs> we will be, we will be, uh, it's in small independent bookstores. Virtual stores everywhere. Yeah, virtual stores Nobody everywhere. goes to stores anyway. We'll get to that. Which we will exactly. touch on later. Um... Uh, yeah, so Scott Stallone, what's the word, Pops? Uh, You're busy, busy, busy. Yeah, busy is a bit, right? busy fixing bit. that fucking air conditioning. Hey, that's that's hey, one. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on it. I'm, I'm no, so mad the, at the heat every, We're real hot in here. It's not a... It's going to take my pants off in a minute. Jesus. It, it I'm doing makes, this in my boxers right look, now. You don't understand. It's a process. If it's cold in here, the records don't come out right. Yada, when it's yada, fucking yada, hot. Yada, yada. And it is. Shit just fucking comes out just hot. Nah. Wow. Yeah, I'm trying. If, hey, I may, if I may quote the two live Jews, oy vey, it's a sauna in here. Yeah, oy, it's so humid. It's like a sauna, <laughs> sauna in here. There you go. Oy, it's so humid. Oy, oy, it's so humid. Oy, oy, it's so humid. It's like a sauna in here. This does not bode well for the rest of the episode. Yeah, we're, we're doomed. Lot of mercy. Follow me, no. Scott, so you're staying busy? I mean, just working on things or things you want to say or you're, things and I stuff. Mean, yeah, I got a couple things. I got a couple things I could talk about. I got a um, couple two tree things. I know I mentioned this Danny Brown documentary, and now it's really, really coming together, real hot. And um, it, Paul Rosenberg is behind it. Word. Uh, what up, Rosenberg? What up? Um, they got a big screening uh, in the middle of May, end of May. And it's like Vice is going to show up and MTV Films, and it's a big fucking big So it's a big to do. That's yeah. real. That's real. Yeah. They need to do a documentary on me. Uh, yeah, well, I told them that. Yeah, well, yeah. you know what I mean? Try, you uh, know what I mean? I'm trying. How about the little guy, man? <laughs> How about the little man? I feel you. So that and the sort of other things, I'll probably save a couple things for next week when it's probably going to be slow. All right. Hello. 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 Yeah, all right. Well, uh, so mo- moving on to the. Uh, <laughs> 
the the bouffant himself. <laughs> that hair is fucking it's spectacular. It's, it's gorgeous. It's um, really yo. I'm feeling a little something something. It's over a here. gorgeous Woo. bouffant. Yeah. Uh, his name, y'all might know him as uh, P Jiggy, aka. <laughs> Pablo, a.k.a. Professor Pablo. What's the word? Good, a.k.a. Private Pablo. Reporting for duty, sir. Wow. 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 Well, I mean, what was that? That's man. the Beachbody gimmick I'm doing now. Uh, there was a 22-minute hardcore. You didn't see the down in, down in dirty. Yo, man, this guy don't wow. look no different than when he I'm over not that. a lick. <laughs> I look at you and I think... If I beach took, something. Beach whale? <laughs> beach ball? If I, if I got down to my skivvies. I mean, you nobody wants that, man. I'm so happy you, he said skivvies this week and not skivvies. Right. I, I, okay, the weight I haven't lost that much of. But, turn, but the problem is that I'm turning the fat into muscle. <laughs> Yo, That's man. what's going on. You're like 0% muscle, man. You're can a lot I just, of things. Can I just say the general consensus of the last episode, best line of the entire show, perhaps even the entire podcast, Jackie Brown saying... What you lost in weight, you came back in hand. Yeah, that's why I wasn't mad at that at all. <laughs> My phone calls are shiny, that. I agree. <laughs> it's because I'm, I'm drinking all them protein shakes. That's what's fucking you're, you're, you're drinking, drinking pro- some kind of protein. Yeah. You're drinking protein, I've been right? drinking. I've been drinking this much protein since Sicko and I spent a weekend in Provincetown. No pants. Fools throughout history. P-Town, man. What's the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sailor Oh, the gimmick did up, up in. Yeah, yeah. Sailor Sailor did, uh, what's it called, did? New, did Vice do gimmick. something on it? It's a whole community. <laughs> it's a yeah. thing. Sailor Jeez. Steve knows all about that. <laughs> so speaking of, Sailor Steve. <laughs> yeah. You know what? From now on, the intros, I need to go before him because I can't follow the shit that he comes up with. Like, I got nothing to report. I did spend the day hanging out of Crescent Street Tattoo. Working the floor with Miss Jackie Brown, filling in. Literally, Sweep, like sweeping, you're a Sweeping floors. <laughs> that, fucking, that fucking floor better be spick and fucking span. It's, it's it. all right. I dealt with some crazy folks. It was nice. It was a good day. All right. <laughs> Not, really. Um, <laughs> I want to hear about that. But, crazy the old, than you. Uh, the OG oh, yeah. Gavin, Wagwan soldier. I know what I know, I know Wagwan. He was texting me yesterday. Um <laughs> uh, what well, Shiki Baby said is he's gonna suplex the Wednesday, and it was like seven a.m. and and Gavin's like this day's fucked already. I'm like, yeah, all right, man, like let's have at it. So, um, with that said, well, I mean, I, I know the deal. I don't know if Pablo and Sick going. I mean, the people. I just know he's mad. That's all I know. Well, that, but he's always mad, so you got to tell him. Hold tell on, us why. for for the evening? What's what's the mood scale meter at? We need to check here right now. Right now. 6.2. Oh, oh that's high. Low. After the story, I bet it's going to be think an it's low. Yeah. Wait, Wait tell is, the story. I thought the See, higher numbers the, meant worse mood. No, it does. 10 is the be- best mood. No, no, I thought t- it was. 10 yeah. means he's going to kill somebody. <laughs> 10 means he's seeing red. Right. Oh, then I don't oh. understand this game. Yeah, I don't either. You seem like you're at like a two or three. You seem no. fine right so, now. No, nah, he's, all, he's all charged up. I'm not charged up, but I'm not. I'm not thrilled either. <laughs> That'd be a five. That's a five. Yeah. That's a meds. Six point two. All right, man. Whatever you want to. <laughs> whatever gets you through the, the day, man. I wake up yesterday at seven twenty-five a.m. Usually, I'm leaving the house at seven thirty a.m. <laughs> to take my children to school. So you run a little late. Fucking snooze. <laughs> snooze and. 
Aladdin had to get me twice. <laughs> the second time he came, he's like, "Yo, are we going to that? Like, is it? <laughs> Does he have permission like, to like fuck. slap the face if you really are dead? He's he's the designated one to come up and take care of business. Because Xavier's like, uh, I won't go fuck to school. It. Like, cool. it is what it is. Yeah. I'm sitting here on the couch yeah, until it's fucking it. whatever. Yes, yeah. Kaylee fuck. goes back to sleep on the couch until <laughs> I tell her it's time to get up. <laughs> so Lyon's the one who takes care takes care of the business and comes up and says, "Yo, whatever." 725 rush around make a cup of coffee because I can't fucking see straight because my sleep is so fucked up mm-hmm. right this now this is what we're dealing with now the both of us also it's, it's you didn't bad. tell me this part you know that right which part this part I'm telling you delayed gimmick oh yeah 725 no you told me <clears throat> you hit me what, this is fucked and then told me what you're about to say yeah walk downstairs how dare to, you leave this out to make <laughs> my cup of coffee because I, I, I can't even fucking see straight. So you I got to drink half it. a cup to, to even drive them to school. Kaylee's glasses broke because she fell asleep on the couch with them on. Oh. So now Kaylee's glasses are broke and I'm already... Now it's 20 to fucking 8. Did it's she do fuck, the, the masking tape gimmick? We couldn't do it because the arm was so fucked. Mm-hmm. So she had to go through the day without whatever damn so i'm barely like i'm barely dressed to take them to school like i got basketball <laughs> shorts on and like the robe? half a white beater and like did you, you know what I mean? robe like i don't know what i wore like wow. I, I have very little memory of, of yesterday your hair was a mess kind of <laughs> like yeah exactly somebody so, needed to take a picture of that you should see some of the outfits i, I know take them to school i want the world to see <laughs> so take them to school talk to kaylee's teacher like listen she can't see blah 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 but I'm going to handle it after school. In my mind, there's two things that I hate doing with the kids. One is the eyeglass place. Mm. Oh. Fucking hate this place. Two is the kid's doctor. I hate doing the doctor thing mm-hmm. with the kids. But the glasses place is number one. That Why? I What's wrong with the glasses? It's hot in there. Oh, it's you uncomfortable it's a specific place. Yes. Is it oh. called a found sound eye? What's wrong with that? <laughs> What's wrong with that? It's hot in there. It. It's super uncomfortable. It's everything that's wrong with with being in because a place. My, my gimmick is everything right. It's freezing cold. Yep. I go on hours where literally, with no exaggeration, I'm the only one there. I let my mom walk around while I'm doing the gimmick because I lure her with me by saying I'll take you out to dinner. Beautiful. Accompany me on this. So maybe you should come to my gimmick. We'll discuss later. Cool B. All right. Cool B. Cool B. Cool B. Drive the kids to school, talk to the teacher, blah, 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 come home. All I can think about is I need to go back to bed for a little bit today. <laughs> like, that's all I can think about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Drive home. Fucking there's traffic on the way home for some reason. But I'm just like, I just got to get home. Got to get home. Got to get home. Fucking pull up right spot right in front of my house. I'm like, yes. Pull up in front of the house. Get out of the car. Shut the door. And I hear. Oh. I'm like, the fuck is that? I thought it was from under the hood. Or oh, you thought it was me doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> look down and put my hand next to the tire and my tire's fucking leaking like oh. like leaking leaking can you see what did it well I know what did it I was driving down fucking Ellsworth and drove through what up Uncle Jimmy uh, drove nice. through a pile of broken into car glass uh, and I saw really it special. too I saw it too late really and went right through mm. it cause like, I was having fucking sleep so I was like around my <laughs> The spot? Yeah, to give it. Yeah. 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 Oh. And I was like, fuck. And, but I was like, ah, that's not going to fuck. That's whatever. You know what I mean? That. Not on this day. Fuck. (laughs) So it it was that, at that point, it was 825. 
So all that bullshit happened in the course of an hour. Then I drove to the tire place and fucking whatever. The one on uh, Wash? Yeah. The place, the shit. Best place ever. In and out. <laughs> ever. The, ever. Fucking the best. New yeah. tire I wish I could flat. put it over. They fixed it or you could put a new tire on? Either. They, but fixed. They patched it. They yeah, patched yeah the up. fix is quick. Yeah, they pat. Yeah, I was at. I was back home. That was eight twenty-five. I was back home by nine o'clock. The joint with the when cats. When my ex lived on Broadway, Washington, cats. I smashed my shit and it was fixed up in like seven minutes. Yeah, that Can't place is official. OG. Cats, right? The play with the cats in the well, window. Well, it used to be there, but now it's, it's across, across the street. street. Exactly. Right, exactly. Exactly. They yep. moved. Yeah, it's yeah they, right across. The and they way. built a fucking beautiful new building. Yes. It used to be that deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm the going back exactly. years when they fixed oh. my shit, so it was before. Yeah, Yo, you probably had the cats. There were fucking be. cats everywhere. They're probably yeah, putting cats be. in the tire. I wasn't worried like about... That's, I mean, that's what I, they patched it with. Yeah. In the situation I was in at the time, <laughs> I wasn't looking for cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, am I going to go to this tire place with cats or this one without cats? <laughs> yeah. Two in the morning with a smashed car. So besides the that... That's the highlight of my week thus far. <laughs> Besides the fight I had with the Yo, I had driver. something fucked up happen like that. I guess it was a week and a half ago. So, I bought a new car. Yeah. Car's 15 days old. Parking in front of the construction site. Oh, no, already. That's, That's, on you. That's on you. No, I mean, there's South Philly, there's construction everywhere Seriously. at all times. You can't, like, and I'm not talking street stuff. Motherfuckers are, because it's in the middle of building up South Philly, yeah. tearing down houses, doing it. You can't rid fucking of the road go. Homes and building a, yeah. four, a, yep. a, a block yep. of four and yep. a half story homes. Yep. Yeah, with like whatever they call those those the little house on top of the house, yep. <laughs> whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a little house yeah. Yeah. on top of that. <laughs> yeah. It's a little gimmick from my mom. It's a <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. It's, it's a mom. It's, 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 it's fucking insane what's going on. It's Something where you house. pit my mom. But there's motherfuckers <laughs> building shit every fucking block. Yeah. So you get a fucking oh, screw. Pit her up there. <laughs> That's where slots. You get a screw or a fucking nail or fucking a hammer or a fucking whatever the fuck in your your tire. It's like a fucking a temporary temporary fence falls on your car. Oh, come on. Banging the, the dent and then the broke the paint. And See, then the city should pay for that, man. The fucking glass. Yeah. It's not the city. It's yeah, the fucking it's like developers. Well, somebody's right. getting shot. It's a fucking I mean, rich father and son. Right. The wayward son just came back into the fold after Carry being an addict. <laughs> and the father gave him some money to play with. And so he decided, I'm going to build some houses. This is on your block. cars up. This is on your block? Yeah, my block. And well, you know what? Remember when you were just like, yo, do you have the old ladies that sweep the streets? Yeah, 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 yeah. I realized that I live in the a little further south and a little further fucked yeah. than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more inbred where I live. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like, it's like if it was... Uh, Appalachia would be the, the banjo player. South Philly's weird, I got man. the Italian kids pl- yeah. playing accordion. Yeah. What's that song, oh, Finn? What, what, what was that song? What that is. What did you just say? Carry on my way. What's up? Kansas. <laughs> Kansas, man. Dust Don't you fucking, cry no it's, more. It's fucking weird. It but, is weird. South Philly's bizarre, man. Yeah, South weird. Philly's Kansas. See, now, Look, man, I, everybody calm down about South Philly. <sighs> I think you need, Oh, I ain't hating. It's just fucking bizarre. It is what it is. Fine. In the end, what do they call that in politics? Uh, fair balance Gerrymander? or whatever? 
Mike, I like that. Filibuster. In the interest of that, I think you, we should... Carpetbaggers? We should also tell that life is not all about misery. We did have a good, fun night out very recently, too. Do you want to hear the cab driver story before I forget oh, it? Oh, my no? bad. I, I no, didn't no, even know. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I because I don't, I don't even need know. To, I tried to break a door off a cab. You don't say. Because the fucking you? guy... I don't see that happen. That's funny. I got into a cab without a door the other day. Nah. I get into a cab... Okay. <laughs> See, taking the kids back to, nah. back and forth to school is, is warfare at times. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're doing construction, imagine that, on this one main way I go. Of course. So I had to loop around and park at 20th and South and jump in a cab to go the rest of the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm already oh, angry I was just saying, statement. already I got You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And I hate that area, too. Yeah. Okay. And it was actually 21st and South, so... Oh, it's weird. I'm kayfabing where I had to oh, go. Oh, it's a scene up there. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. But you guys know the amount of, of blocks I had to go. Yeah, from I know. Okay. I get in the cab, and this motherfucker turns on the meter, and it's already at 375. We uh, haven't moved. What? Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's base oh. Fare. No, it ain't. No, base fare is $2. Yeah. Who or something. You're goddamn right. Look at the back. Look at the gimmick on the back of the seat. It says the fucking base fare. I thought it was like 3 They're gimmicking the fucking okay. machines. I ain't which, down I ain't mad at that, but you ain't fucking working me. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So I'm watching this fucking fair. I go the amount of time. We we stopped two blocks from where I have to go. So we went a matter of like six and a half blocks in like four minutes. This motherfucker's like seven bucks. Yeah. I was like, you can suck seven bucks worth of my wang, motherfucker. Yeah. Here's a five. Yep. Suck my dick. Yep. I'm getting out. I got out of the cab and tried to do the fucking <laughs> break the door off and it came back at me. So I slammed the fucking shit. Yeah, it was a whole scene, man. Me, and, I'm not, I'm, and there was like three parents there like, oh. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> me, <laughs> me and exactly. Mrs. X actually had like almost the same exact thing with a cab, but he did the deal um, we get in yeah. and we, we're going home. So we know from where we're at what it's going to cost. We've done it a million times. Right. He's like, he does the, I'm not putting the meter on. So what it cost you like uh, $17, $20? I'm like, nah. nah, it's like $8. Well, let's just call it 15 I'm like, <laughs> nah. Nah, let's call it 8 It's going to be 5 now <laughs> or you could put on the meter. Put and, the fucking meter on. And he's right. like, and, nah, meter's broke. I'm like, Okay, then it's five dollars. See, I don't care. Like, if if the legit price of it was twenty bucks for five blocks, like I'm dead. Okay, exactly. twenty bucks. Exactly. In which case, put you the meter ain't on. working me, motherfucker. Yeah. Yo, like, I, it, Scott, I'm telling you, man, this thing was on three eighty. Like, I, and I, got, I didn't yeah, move. I got two words. Goo. No doubt, but I'm on the street, like, and I'm under in a pressure situation because I got all fucked up with the with the thing. I got had to emergency park and get up there before my little ones were out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you don't got the time. Anyone didn't know what Stallone just said by Goober. My my mother thinks Uber is called Goober. I love that. Yeah, she's like, just call Goober with a serious face. I like how none of us are even addressing that. We just know. Exactly. That's why I feel like, oh, yeah. let me just remind yeah. people that, that Stallone's saying Goo. Love the Goober. And I'm like, yo, Uber's are, huh? yo, Uber's official all day. <laughs> so, well, um, That's... I think, well, the last show we did, I was sick. My voice was going, and then that's why that weekend I didn't go to the Shia Terror show. Yeah. And you guys and, did. And you missed a hell of oh, a good time. I know I did. And 
Um, everybody was asking about no, you too. I, I everybody, mean, everybody was showing love. I haven't seen Paulie performing since I was a kid, and I love Jason. And I what know Isaac and those guys were there. Isaac, Mr. Cartier, Mr. BMS, what up? what up? He's a BSB alum. Yes, absolutely. Brickwall so, Mike was showing us love. It was y'all went down there. Um, y'all went in, somewhere in Delaware. Yeah, fucking which, hate Delaware. Yeah, it's a horror scene. It is. As it's, a it's just. Ugh. I don't know why it exists as a place because there's no sales tax. That's the only reason it's. No, but Chico loves that's Delaware. Yeah, that's his fucking. Nirvana. Well, the greatest thing about Delaware. Pablo, it's uh, everyone who listens, they know how cheap he is. At the peak of his. He used to go there uh, to save sales to. tax, but no. But let me explain though. And he would bring stoop with him. They would have these 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 gimmicks. That's right. The greatest thing is <laughs> he would spend so much in gas and tolls <laughs> to save like forty cents that he yep. thought he was beating the system. It's the fucking psychological damage that's in his head. It is, and I still to this day. Don't understand that, like, we're going to Delaware to blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yo, man, if I'm buying a TV, right, I'm just throwing this out there hypothetically, and going there saves me $40. <laughs> Do you know how much fucking $40 is worth me staying in Philadelphia and not going to Delaware? Having it delivered? Like, there's no, if you tell me this TV $700 if you come to Delaware and snatch it, mm -hmm. and then we bring it to your crib. It's a thousand dollars. I'm like, put that three hundred right on my head. <laughs> yeah, like I'll see it I'm tomorrow. I'm driving Absolutely. there every day. I did it. Me and Sicko did it a couple months ago. I'll break yeah. it down at the next podcast. I mean, I get cheaper. a free lunch out of it, so I, I don't care. No, I mean, you just <laughs> and, and the lunch is free, tax free. So stick it to you. <laughs> I can't, dude. I can't. I'll it's, pay for the convenience of not having to go somewhere. That, that's what I just said. You're, yeah. say, you're just basically giving a synopsis of what I just said. Yeah, uh, like I'll I, pay $1,000 to, to not to deal not with leave. anything yeah, than yeah. the 700 clams to go there and deal with the bozo that's trying to sell it to me. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, click. Loading it. In your car yeah, yourself. Yeah, get out of here, yeah. Just the fact that you got to go into fucking Delaware. That enough. That alone. That alone is not worth whatever yeah. money. Love the first date. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we went into Delaware. We saw one of the greatest bands to ever exist. This is true. The pop of the night was, as we were leaving, we're saying goodbye, we're hanging outside, Jeff's saying goodbye to, to Paulie, I'm saying goodbye, and he's like, oh, Jeff turns, he goes, oh, by the way, did you meet my man Pablo? Paulie's like, oh, no, and he looks at him, he goes, oh, you're the cheap guy! Yeah. And everybody went, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking boy, Pat. So the for whatever, the best. whatever reason, Pablo was the star of the night. Reverend People were Paul, asking we to you. get pictures with him, and we got to shout out our boy Terrible, because, I mean... Love terrible. He's terrible. <laughs> and he, he killed rules. it that night, too. He killed it that I, night. I, yeah. I haven't seen uh, what, when Gavin was at, um, when we went to see Judge and uh, yeah. Well Be Free, Gavin was out front with Terrible. When it was I haven't seen Terrible since I'm like 15. Oh, wow. That long? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I, it's Terrible, we love you. So uh, me and Terrible were sitting next to each other at the bar. He wouldn't recognize me and I wouldn't recognize him. He'd recognize Except him. for Gavin. You right, know, right. Hipping them to, right. you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, saw a lot of old friends, a lot of people in the scene that, that, fuck, I hadn't seen in 25 years. Y'all said Isaac was years. there. Isaac, what Isaac up? was Spark. there. Um, I'd, I'd actually never met him before in person. Crown of Thorns, Stress um, the White Boy. Our, our friend Stress introduced me to Isaac, and he couldn't have been nicer. The nicer, nicest guy. Isaac, what up, Kit? 
Yeah, you know? I mean, dude, some man. heads only come out for the sheer terror show that pretty much. Yeah, seen in forever. yeah, me. Yeah. Right. yeah, exactly. It was. Yeah, a, I was in a. I was in a bad way, man. Like, yeah, you were banged up last week. My, uh, I had a head cold. First of all, I, when I was on the plane from Vegas, it was like Asian toddlers yeah. that were coughing. Uh, weird diseases Birds on the plane flying around Sars. in the cabin so, uh, there was just weird shit and uh, I was just Zeke flu or whatever fuck that shit's chickens called chickens getting loose I was, I was just <laughs> fucked up I told chickens Gavin on a plane. even like that, even it was lingering <laughs> chickens on a plane <laughs> 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 it was lingering get these motherfucking chickens <laughs> off this motherfucking <laughs> I, there, there were lingering side effects man I was dizzy and shit from blowing my schnoz yeah Blew my ears out, like my voice went, you know, which never happens to me. Yeah. Like, historically speaking, my voice doesn't go. When everyone's on the tour and everyone's voice is dead, <laughs> I'm like. You're still loud. I'm, yeah, I'm loud as motherfucker in the, in the tour bus. No. Uh-huh. You're all la la la. You? Yeah, I'm like, la 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 la. <laughs> I don't even me, do me, them. Me, me. I don't do them gimmicks. Ill Bill does them gimmicks. Nope. You don't even do Sabah, the honey with the tea with honey shit. Sabah, I'm like, what? The people are like, yo, use this. I'm like, look, man. <laughs> it, it is what like, it is. It sounds like it's, I swallowed nails. Yeah. And it's going to sound like I swallowed That's nails. a God given gift. So I tap. Don't fuck with it. Pass me that goose. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> but you did. I mean, the, not you the missed vodka, a wonderful the show. No, I'm sure. I not mean, to rub it in, but we just no, we had I the mean, best time. No, I mean, OG told me, you know, and I, I felt I felt shitty about it. But at the end of the day, yeah, I was I was laid up. Yeah. Like it wasn't like you, I look back and I'm like, yo, laziness prevented me from nah, going. Nah, nah. I wanted to be there, and I haven't seen them in so long. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I'm I, I'm a Reverend Paul Mark. He knows it. I've told him a million times personally. You know what I'm saying? Not in a public forum. Like how much that band meant to me at that Absolutely. time of my life. You know what I, mean? So, I mean, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, we, Apparently, until, I say that a lot. Let's, let's I didn't all know use that. each other's terrible. That's for you, bro. Phrases. <laughs> <laughs> Up until, um, well, typically, all of us we discuss the upcoming show and come up with ideas or lack thereof, and then uh, we always say, uh, oh, who? What are we going to talk about? Who died? And you mentioned to me that you said some. You said to someone, or someone said to you, "I was that actually, no one had passed away." We were sitting in the shop, sitting with Jackie in the shop today, and we were we were just talking. I forget what we were even talking about. And I almost said we were talking about the show, and I almost turned to her and said, "Yeah, this will be like the first show where you know someone." Of significance hasn't passed. You killed Prince. I know. I'd never said you it out loud, bitch. And she literally was looking on the computer. She's like, "Prince died." I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here! What are you talking about?" So I get him on my phone. And I'm yeah. looking. And I'm like, "Okay, this person said it. He's an idiot. This person said it. They believe every, everything they fucking hear." And then I'm like, "All right, when this shit happens, I go right to TMZ." Yeah, right. that's the inside track to Sicko's <laughs> Facebook and what he thinks of all. Uh, you know, so, you know, uh, so you know the four people that I haven't hidden because every person that's friend. If you're friends with me on Facebook, I don't ever see your shit. You're hidden. The only people I see are the people in this room. Sicko, he's a jerk he's off. A jerk off. So anyway, I see it on the TMZ, and like TMZ's never wrong, and they're never wrong. No, they're not, and like two things went through my mind immediately. First, my wife is going to be crushed, 
and she work an office job, so she don't be looking at her phone every two minutes. I'm going to be the one that tells her. Yep. And then I thought of our old friend John Staples, who's as much of John if, T, if not more of a Mark Staples. What up, kid? What yeah, up? Loves him. So uh, I and I, I just it freaked me that I was about to utter that statement to Jackie, and she's like, "Oh, Prince died," mm. and then it just all kind of crashed out. So I called Mrs. X, and it was like. Telling someone a very close relative died. Like it was. Did you guys know Prince? It was a rough phone call that I had to make. She was not feeling it. No cell. No cell. I know. Well, my um, when I mentioned it to my when you have no soul, things like that, like art and beauty, don't affect you. So I don't expect you to understand the feeling. You just summed it up so well because. When it comes to that part of him, he's as much of a bot as absolutely. As I mean, exactly as, as Jan. Like, there's no absolutely. connection to like nah. to like art and nope. what what could make you upset. Just 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 go. Just yeah. things things. No effect on None. his well being. Nothing. It means nothing to him. You ain't gonna see me swimming in the Lake Manitoba anytime soon. <laughs> Manitoba. <laughs> All right, I pop for that. Manitoba. Um, my mom. So. <laughs> My mom has always loved Prince. I, if, if we're going to like discuss it, we'll talk about sure. their effects on us and how that happened to me because I had a whole thing about that. But my mom told me a funny story, and she's like, oh, you remember, you remember? And now I vaguely remember, but I was mad young, like six. My mom had always had a crush on Prince, mm-hmm. and she's like, uh, she had said, like, he's gorgeous when MTV first popped. Mm-hmm. And my pop was like, you think this fag is good looking? Mm-hmm. Uh, good for you. And didn't talk to her for a week. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> he, he, gave, he gave it a beat line. Yeah, he did. But he predated beat. So I was like, oh, shit. She was like, I mean, that's how your father was, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, But I thought about, first off, I, I was crushed by it. Um, but... I also was thinking about how, because of my mom was a fan of Prince, because it wasn't, 1999 was a monster hit, and then when he became a part of pop culture, it was obviously Purple Rain, so you're talking about 84, hmm. but he came out, but the the, the self-titled second album, which is brilliant, mm-hmm. was 79, mm-hmm. Yes. so my mom was a fan since then, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, nice. So I grew up with him, and I always would tell people, they would ask me, when we get into music, uh, deep aspects of music, and Scott Stallone and I have had this conversation, maybe going back longer than 15 years, and he knows I've said this to him probably 30 times. I always would repeat ad nauseum, the best two living musicians are Stevie Wonder yep. and Prince. Now, what differentiates them is, um, from a talent aspect, nothing does. Right. But what differentiates them is, is we literally grew up with Prince. And and now Stevie's best work, arguably, could you could say could was done before I was born. Now, I, did I grow up with it because of my parents? Of course. Mm-hmm. And because it, it's timeless and you'll hear it forever. Of course. And right? if you of put course. a gun to my head, I'd say Stevie Wonder is my favorite artist of all time. But I feel... I am mad at that. I feel that... Prince is the most talented person, 1A and 1B with Stevie Wonder, that has ever lived. I I defy someone that listens to our show to debate that. I agree with that. You're talking at 19, 
wrote, recorded, produced, played every instrument. 18. On his, that was the first record was 18. So he was, he was 20 when, at the Prince record. He was making the record when he was 18. Yeah. So. um, And and winning the argument to get full control. Well, that's, well that's, that's 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 a whole other that's a whole other aspect. But, but winning the argument in a way where they brought the executives into the studio and let him do a trial run while he's making this record, letting them witness his process. If I can also and halfway add, through the song, they were like, "He's got full control." If I can also add the fact that he was so brilliant of a songwriter producer that things that he was a virtuoso at got overlooked because he was so brilliant and this guy's guitar virtuoso yeah this guy's one of the best guitar players yeah fuck that i've seen him three times okay he is a piano virtuoso i agree he can sit at a fucking piano he's he's played on jazz records no i know mm-hmm. trust I me i mean man. under his name but stuff gets overlooked he's a f- there was there was a time where he would do a set. He would do a little segue in the middle of his concert, a stadium concert. <laughs> concert. I mean, think of it, and let, let's talk but, about his ranges of vocals. And it would be just him and a solo piano thing, and it would be fucking mind blowing. Let's talk about in nineteen just just taking Purple Rain. Let's talk about in nineteen eighty four, a diminutive black man playing electrified rock and roll guitar in the age of synth pop. That was only shocking to people outside of Minneapolis. You know what I mean? Like I mean, but that's that's a whole lot of fucking people being shocked by it. Sure. No, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I, I'm just looking at my iPod. Like around the world in the day, controversy, diamond and pearls, dirty mind, dirty mind. That that's record, my shit. Dirty oh, mind is incredible that record. Is my shit. But it, it wasn't a pop record, so I don't. You know, th- that's before. That's still when they were marketing him to Black America. Mm-hmm. The, the first self-titled record was. A series of quote-unquote demos. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, d- Dirty Mind sounds list. like demos, yeah. man. Yeah. Parade, uh, the self-titled, Purple Rain, Sign of the Times, 1999. I mean, you're... T- we Sign of the Times is one of the greatest albums I totally in the it's history It's a double record, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. There was a triple record when he when uh, in his mind. This and they were like, look, there, man, yeah. settle down, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's a song. Same fun for next year. Do you remember the, the ballad of Dorothy Parker? It oh, God, yeah. It haunts me. The, uh, the, the song, The Cross. The Cross, I listened to today. Oh, yeah. kills me. Yeah. That's the definitive Prince song for kills me. Nice. Because nice. that's nice. fucking chords, and he kills me. The, you can, uh, I wish you know, I, I can sit this. here and rattle off like, you know, uh, however many hard funk songs that he did and whatever. Mm-hmm. But that song, The Cross, is the, it was from the second I heard it, I was working in a shitty little record store and I got that record. And it was, it was life changing to me for some reason, yep. that particular song. Dude, mm. if you, and how if many people something... recognize that he wrote Nothing Compares to You? Yeah. Right. If there's, if you say you don't feel Prince, you don't know Prince. Like there's, you don't there's, understand there's music. Something I agree. You. It's like not liking Stevie. It's yeah, like, absolutely. There's, there's something you still for, go through the catalog and find something that you fucking don't like. Don't find anything you don't relate to. I am not feeling you. You fucking. Absolute, there's yeah. something. You, for, you're not human. There's yeah. something for everybody. You're Agreed. not human. Yo, just I, the opening lines of the song "Sign of the Times" is fucking heavy. Yep. Yeah. Yo, yeah. I mean, he wrote "Manic Monday" for the, yep. the Bangles. Yeah. Yep. Yep. This is a dude who who was so much more talented than we can ever yeah. possibly articulate on this show. Yeah. Or there was 
that any of us are smart enough to articulate. I mean, yeah, I don't Scott think there's been the language most, invented I mean, enough. The Scott's a multi-instrumentalist, so he can he can explain. I mean, Dude, the virtuosity. Virtuoso, on, I mean, he played the drums on those fucking records. He played everything. He yeah, played records. everything. But it's 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 remarkable. I mean, that controversy EP. It was like. Mm. It wasn't like anything. It, it was, and it wasn't. It was new wave, but it was funk. It was R and B. It was mm-hmm. fucking everything, and and nothing. Then like let's it, remember, the remember the record that he wrote, the black album mm-hmm. that he recorded and then scrapped. <laughs> yo, he lit. Yo, he was on some shit. Yeah. Like, yo, this record's got bad mojo. Yeah, I remember. I was this record's at- got voodoo around it, so that's why I'm not putting it out. Yeah, I'm I was like, what? I was working a tower at the time, and that was a whole deal. A whole deal. Yeah. And then they eventually, he allowed them to put it out years later to get out of that deal, mm-hmm. which leads me to him mentally, don't f- I don't want anyone writing us about what I'm about to say. His mentality was punk rock because he was like, get me out of this fucking label, wrote Slave on his face mm-hmm. right, and was like, get me out of here. I want to take this to my own shit, write and record my own shit in my crib, distribute it myself. I own my shit. I own my shit, yeah. which led to us crea- being able to create a label. Yeah. I mean, and, and independence because yep. the idea of it, when we were young and we were pursuing this music shit, or writing whatever we're doing, we knew of, of the machine. Mm-hmm. Didn't and, he go? I own my masters. You can. I license it to you. Yeah, he was yeah. licensing, and then at one point he was completely doing everything. Mm-hmm. But I mean that Paisley Park shit. Once he got out of the Warner deal, and then just the fact that he thought there was voodoo around that record, there was yeah. just negative energy around that record and you know, he, just yo i wrote a brilliant record that took a year yeah. and just goes nah well that makes me think of something too um pre-information slash internet days one of the cool things about artists you admire was you didn't know a lot about them so there was always rumors that you you really had no way to confirm because again no internet nothing like that but there were always these rumors that oh you think you've heard the best of Prince the man's got vaults of material right. that like now it's common knowledge now you know people have talked about but back then it was like some mythological shit do like do you know that just makes me think do you know what kind of fucking treasure trove they are going to find they're going to right. find that right and right. depending on what he said because he was so bright that whatever he said is going to be the fucking word yeah, yeah. if he says don't release this shit for 20 it's going to yep. be some challenges shit that uh, that's another time oh. for another day that you and I have discussed that, in yeah. in depth though we've talked about absolutely. it absolutely it's it's um, absolutely fuck. True, true <laughs> art and true artists like Salinger being crazy enough you know, to be like, when you find my shit, don't put it up for fifty. Burn it. You got to be crazy, yeah. man. Yep. What if we find out it, it's going to happen over the next few months, maybe a year when when shit is settled? Because I don't know who's still alive. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know much about him in terms of his family or nuclear family. Right. I know yep. his parents were musicians, but not famous ones. Right. Um. There was always a question of. I mean, obviously, Prince is either, 
he's black and Spanish or black and white. I, I don't even know what. It, yeah. There was just this dude who you were like, is he straight or gay? Is he black or white? Is yeah. he? And nobody gave a fuck. <laughs> and they still don't give a. This dude crossed every barrier. Yeah. Or kicked it the fuck and, down. And we haven't even gotten to the name John. Exactly. Like exactly. They, those motherfuckers took his name from him. Right. And but it, what Scott said, okay. though, I'm I am most intrigued by this treasure trove that exists uh, at Paisley Park. Can you imagine? No, I can't imagine. That's my answer. I can't. I yeah. can't imagine what's at Salinger's. It's got what it. Salinger's kids have that that he in his head thought sucked would probably change all of our lives. Yeah. It's got to be like a fat kid being led into fucking Willy Wonka's there's factory. These, there's wow. these artists Sans that Oompa we Loompas. can talk about that we love from different genres that we're dying to hear what is in that yeah. quote unquote vault. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I, when. Is there's not much, you know, there's people, there were people alive to say, yo, there's not much Beatles shit that we did that right. didn't make it. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Right. We, we, we th- there, um, there's not much biggie shit that we don't know about. Right. Now. That, mm-hmm. Right now, there's none left. Right. Unless somebody, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Right. It's, as it's far as Big but, L, you know. like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Lord Finesse is a good friend of mine. He's like, nah, man, what is done is done. Like, it is. There's not 200 songs. It's right. at an uncle's house. This well, is I mean, first is. of all, there's not that many artists have come along that are that prodigious in their, you know, output and what they've created. No, I mean, the only person that, that that immediately comes to mind is Pac. He would basically be right. like, mm-hmm. you know, say I'm Pac and Scott's Johnny J. Like, yo, here's 10 grand. You're not sleeping for a week. Mm-hmm. And like dudes would nap, they would go on rotations. Yo, Pac would be like, "If I'm sleeping, y'all better be in there. Let's go to the next beat. We got a hundred beats. We doing a hundred songs. You know what I'm saying? Like that. that uh, when I tap, y'all aren't gonna be able to Tupac me because I'm not that prolific. <laughs> oh, I got some shit. I got some shit. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be you and Yan like Tupac. It might be a and, comedy record, but I got some shit. Well, that's that's very much true. <laughs> Oh, gee, you're, you're being especially silent, but I know you were Prince fans. No, you're covering everything, so I'm just letting you go. Yeah, all right. Pablo, were you a fan? Yeah, I like Prince. He's but a, uh, he's but you're out. not going to... No, I'm no, it's no, cool. you're not going to... No, I, love all, I love all the classics, but I mean, you know, the wifey had the MTV. They were playing it all day, every day. Uh, he Prince been dead like 12 hours, man, all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> they played it's Prince all day, day for him. And half of the stuff I was bored at. You're a fucking jerk. Now, 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 I mean, him being like, yeah, he was cool. I wasn't mad at that. Now he's like, half right. of it I was bored at. Nah. He's got no soul. He doesn't. You're, no you soul. are absolutely purple right. Rain, purple rain. Just repeat that one every day. Come on. You didn't, you didn't feel your first boob at a seventh grade dance to Purple Rain? Come on. I love, that's what I'm saying. No, I love he just rain. put it he over. Just, he's just, for you. Yeah. yeah. You didn't Come do on. the, you didn't know how yeah. to do the I little. I want to be your lover. Oh. Can we talk about his range as a singer? Can uh, dude, we talk about? I if mean, I was your girlfriend, th- uh, I'm talking about breaking barriers. Uh, like, how about when he, he, how about when he covered that over. Foo Fighters record, dog? Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was amazing. I mean, Starfish and Coffee. He released the record fucking six months ago. It was part two yeah. of another record he had done. Dog, he was he was essentially where they found when he passed. He was working on music. Yeah. Like this dude, this dude took it there, man. Yeah, like he I went, like how. Uh, he made his rec. He put his record over because he he sold tickets to his concert, right? And, and then rec- sold the record with it, and oh, that's right. what made it go black. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, insane. He was the yeah. most brilliant yeah. thing ever. Yep. Part of your ticket on that musicology tour, whatever the price was, 
came with a copy of Musicology, yeah. and he fucking figured out a way to have that sound scan. Yep. So everyone that went to see him on the Musicology tour bought an independent record and made an independent record go platinum. Yeah. I mean, crazy. Great point. Because yeah. I mean, the dude was so far ahead of his time. He's calling major labels. You know, slave masters way before that shit happened in rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That shit became like the cool thing in rap like, yeah. at one point. And Prince was so far ahead of that. Yeah. I, I mean, mean he, he was. I don't even think people were riding with him on that. Like, yo, man, yeah. just show no, up and put another really. record out. Like, I think people not were... really. There was no one really co-signing that. Maybe like, maybe punk rock kids, but their voices were I mean, yeah, I mean, their fans and were like, I don't like, know how dude. many punk rock kids listen to Prince. Right. So there was never really like an outpouring of support for him being like, yo, this is a slave slave master relationship. Because like you said, everyone was like, I'm trying to get a deal too. Yeah, And, and the fans too were like, yeah, we don't care, dude. Just put another record exactly, out. Exactly, yeah. man. And yeah. that's and yeah, that we, shit. Yeah, we, we didn't want to know the insides. Right, yeah. and it still happens now. Like, yeah. If I say, oh, why did you do that? Or why did you do this? And I try to explain something, I realize yeah. I'm why, I'm wasting my breath. This Everybody kid, wants the sausage. They don't want to see how it's made. Absolutely. <laughs> why man. are you coming to Boise, Idaho to play? Yeah. Show? yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, okay, now I have to either ignore this or explain the intricacies of the of the. Yeah of the music business to this person and this motherfucker just wore his heart on the sleeve yep. the whole fucking time that was a bad motherfucker man yeah. yep. let's not even mention all the bad bitches he ah. I mean this motherfucker we could do a four hour show on just the women yeah I mean Shit. so I mean, he fucked so many girls that he got bored of fucking girls right right <laughs> gave wet ass he was like yeah, I'm done I did the same thing when I was 16 <laughs> Well, you didn't do it, was, it was sort of a forced acid, but that's because of the log. This dude, oh, come on. This is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. You. Um, You're not even talking about the, uh, the real controversy. Controversy? Controversy? The Chappelle curse. Blouses. First Rick James, now this. This is getting serious. I mean, been, I, I mean Rick James yeah, it was passing. Only 10 years ago. It was 109 years ago that Rick James died. What kind of curse? And Rick Rick James passing really, I don't think, surprised anyone given... He was ready on the bounce back, his, man. His lifestyle and... Cocaine is a hell of a drug. I mean... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we got... I'm gonna, we'll see. I don't agree. I don't agree with the Chappelle curse, but I, I will say that the Prince Chappelle skit was <laughs> like pancakes, <laughs> like next fucking level genius. Um, I mean, everyone has something. I mean, I could go on for years about his virtuosity as a guitar player. People that get put over Joe Satriani would know how brilliant mm -hmm. Prince was and talk about it. Ingve, mm -hmm. all these dudes would be like, yo, mm -hmm. this dude's a shredder, yep. even though he's a funk dude. So if there's any anything you wanna right. wanna the, talk about I guess about I just want to build on what you just said. Like I know like like um like industrial music heads. I know metal heads. Yep. I know hip hop heads of course. I know um like goth chicks I know people from every corner of music everybody who would associate with one subculture or another everybody puts over Prince I don't know anybody who doesn't I agree with you and if yeah, they and don't I don't know any other they don't, artists they're a sucker they don't know music I don't know any don't. other artist okay maybe Bowie gets a similar maybe there's a couple others but no, it's a but handful. It's, it's yeah. a handful. Yeah. No, um, my man. Maybe less than five. My fingers. man trends cross genres and generations. Yeah. Well, when your talent is that 
it's it's so undeniable that level of talent. But you you can you can appreciate somebody. Oh yeah, like like let's say you're you're goth and you're thinking, oh yeah, well I appreciate Miles Davis because everybody else says he's a genius and right, but they don't understand why. But Prince right. wrote shit for you. I agree. Wherever you, whoever you are, whatever corner of this earth you occupy, he wrote some shit that mm-hmm. you can fucking. Dog, my man Johnny to. Voice. What up, Johnny? He's a drummer in a death metal band. There you go. And his post was putting Prince over and not in any way like discussing metal or anything, just talking about how brilliant he was and that how he will be missed and like, thank you. Because he understood, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I feel. I feel like the way you do, like, you basically a sucker if you don't understand how ill Prince was. I can't fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah. it's there's a couple acts that are like that, historically speaking. Yep. That's like people who fucking say they can't feel the Beatles, or I just they just don't do anything. Get the then you have no business take a walk. listening to music. Just take a walk. Yeah, go somewhere else, man. Go that away. <laughs> that away. <laughs> um, don't walk into the ocean. Well, yeah, I mean, I just you know, for me to say R.I.P. or something. To, I mean, he, the, the guy is. Yeah, yeah, it's trite. The influence, it is. It's trite. I, I I think the mark of the genius will be, has been felt, and will be felt down the line in the widespread influence he will have over other musicians, over other artists. Like we are, we already know that there's an entire, at least one, if not two or three generations, directly inspired by. Yeah, I mean you're going into three because you're talking about seventy seven, right, seventy nine, eighty one. I mean people are just being born then. You're talking about a dude who, I mean, yo man, this dude was like, yo, I'll do the Batman soundtrack and make that shit hot. Yep, yep. Like you. that level of brilliance transcends all of this. Yep. There's people that are influenced by him that don't know they're influenced yeah, by Exactly. Him. And I mean that in the truest sense of the word, man, because there are people that might not even be aware. I'm going down to weird shit like the way he dressed and shit, mm-hmm. man. And doors he opened up. I, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But his was the type of influence that he could have on somebody, but... There'll never be somebody who can fully encapsulate all of the things that he's done. Like, yeah, you've been influenced by Prince, and you're adopting, let's say, one small period of his career. Man. You know, okay, maybe I'm doing the purple uh, 80s period, or whatever right. the fuck it was, maybe the Raspberry Beret shit. Right. You know, okay, somebody might say, oh my god, I agree. <sighs> oh, wow, you sound like you're the next Prince. Well, no, you're fucking not. You yeah. sound like... This, this era, era of Prince. Yeah, not, you don't do no, the whole no. thing. Right? Exactly, man. I mean, that's that's sort of the thing with the Beatles. Look at 64 Beatles right. oh, and yeah. look at 70 Beatles. It's not, it's even, six it's years. not even the yeah, same the, band. You, you look, look at look at, look at the, well, Brian Wilson. Look yeah. at I real, when, when, real brilliance yeah. and how it moves and yeah. how it navigates itself. This may not be an exact thing, but I remember when D'Angelo was getting like Stevie and Prince... Um, Comparisons. Comparisons. Yeah, I mean, I, was a, I like D'Angelo, oh, but I was me. offended by them. I fucking... Well, I mean, the, the comparison maybe, but I thought D'Angelo, and still is, a fucking genius. Like, he's great, but prolific. 
I mean, the, 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 the amount of what does stuff. Have, what is he? It's three, three four, records in 21 so. years. Right, exactly. So you got to go, okay, I fucking like everything he's done, but he's done 5%. Dog, if I did three records Prince in 21 years, you might be comparing me with the best, too. Yeah, right. Because if, yeah. if I could mash all of my best shit into three records over 20 years, yeah. you'd be saying this shit. <laughs> I love that. Right. That... that not new newest record. I yeah. thought it was brilliant. Right, and I'm a fan of those D'Angelo records. No, I'm a fan. I'm I say- know you I'm, are too. I'm saying I'm a fan. Right, but I'm like everybody got to settle down with, yeah, comparisons to legends. Yeah, that just I feel like it. I feel like it's disrespectful to the legacy of. Who, I'm not talking about just D'Angelo. I'm talking about anybody. Yeah. Oh, this rapper sounds like da da da. I'm like, yo, did he do? 30 years, you know what right. I mean? Oh, it reminds me of LL, Mike. Right. So you're talking about, well, LL's 84, 85. So you're talking 22 years. Yeah. I guess that's how we're saying that. I was starting to think, like, oh, maybe that's just a product of what we were left with in the industry, is with people have to make comparisons. And think of what the yeah. Beatles did in the short great. time, dog. You're talking about being prolific. Yeah. What they did at Abbey Road in what, a six year period? Yeah. Because the record that came out, they were broken up for two years by the time Abbey, Abbey Road, Road came out. Right. And let it be. They weren't even talking, man. They were recording the next record. Yep. Harrison was working on All Things Shall Pass. You're talking about dudes who are just b- brilliant minds, man. Um, Yeah, I mean, we, we all have admitted we could go all night on this. But uh, somebody else passed away, not nearly as famous, um, in, in certain ways much more tragic. Uh, the, the female wrestler, China, um, so I'm, I'm going to let OG set it up, I guess, because we talked um, in depth before she passed. That's why I think we're, we're, we're good to talk about it, about how we just felt bad for her, her uh, the spiraling out of control. The I mean, well, she had been putting out videos in the last, I don't know, six, seven, eight months, uh, <clears throat> like diary videos. Right. And, it was pretty clear that she wasn't well and it's been pretty known that she wasn't in the best shape mentally and um emotionally emotionally and you know i i don't know what you know i think she had some some pretty heavy demons and and i think some of that was some substance abuse and and um you know things like that so it's i i wouldn't say it's a surprise that it happened but it's it's definitely a tragic story um, you know, I, I, I can never say I was a fan. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't love that era of, um, wrestling. I don't, I, I'm not a huge mark for the attitude era. I'm not, I, I like some of it. I thought was brilliant, but yeah, like when, when, when the rock stone cold, when they were huge, that's, 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 that's what it was called. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And, and I think that there were some moments of brilliance in that, but I don't put it over the way some people do. Huh. Some people live and die by that time period. And I don't, it produced uh, a lot of personalities. Absolutely. And it had, it, it was at a period where wrestling was at a huge peak and it, it had crossed over into mainstream culture again. Right. It had done the first- it the first time with Hogan and that run. This was the second time and it was drawing even bigger numbers than Hogan did. It. It's, it's, uh, for, for Gavin and I, I'm not talking about everyone that's listening. For Gavin and I, it's a little bit of revisionist history. Yep. Like, this is the best time ever. And I'm yeah. like, wow. I mean, there was some amazing shit. But like, if you watch a three hour show, like, well, the, it's, 
Two and a half hours of it's the shits. Yeah. Rocky came out brilliant. Stone yeah. Cold brilliant. Antihero. Yeah. Vince brilliant at that yeah. time. Fully then, brilliant. Right. There was like, and then you know, go down, was, like right. It was it was a lot of filler. Like mid card. People shit. look back Got on it. stuff with with you know through rose colored glasses. You know, they, and they, I do, and I we we're guilty of that. Well, of course, to adopt the, the, well, the some kind is, of some thing that would get them over and it would just be falling flat. Well, the the problem is that that we're older now, even older than we were then, and a lot of kids who um grew up on that are now in their 20s and and whatever and they look back on that fondly the way we look back sure. on certain things you know and sure. we were able to see it in a different way than some people but anyway china was um wrapped up in that whole thing so i couldn't i can't say i was a fan of her work but she seemed like a very genuine nice person who got wrapped up in some really bad shit and can you like I, I don't know anything about her. Can you kind of, well, give a synopsis, if you will? They first off, she was massively built. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it was it was mixed with roids mm-hmm. or whether it was natural. I, at this point, I'm talking. I mean, she definitely did steroids. They all admitted it. That's not yeah. me, like shitting on her. Um, they really. They really pushed her where she was like for a good run, right? OG like wrestling dudes. She is she the, had the oh, intercontinental she was, yeah, exa- I was just going to say, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, she was, as a physical specimen, didn't look. She was a draw, too. She was, I mean, we're talking like Austin Rock, Foley, you know, those main dudes. And then she was and right DX, below that. Like yeah. right there. Like, and wow. China was a draw. She wow. she was over huge for a period of time. Huge. Yeah. Like monster pops. Like, I mean, like I said, like, I, I didn't think she was a worker. That's not a, like, you know what I'm saying? Then you get drawn down the whole line of like, I don't like female workers and blah, 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 blah. Because I typically don't. I'm right. Just, what was yeah, it about her then? What, that, what She was she, literally like fucking jack I mean this was before like a fit they called her the ninth wonder of the world or eighth wonder of the world and this was before the era of actually having divas and actually like quote unquote hot girls wrestling so she was in there with the big boys she was was a a fucking cannon dog like fucking shredded to the gills like that was a big bitch (laughs) 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 right and she was with Triple H at the time, right? So she, she was, was in a relationship. She, she was, she was in a relationship with Hunter. Hunter, uh, uh, well, all right. Yeah, the, let's the, go down this road a little bit. <laughs> Here's no, the. He, this is the story. You know, this is what I was asking. About. Obviously, obviously, we don't know what really happened. But this is the this yes, is the story that is the, what this is the accepted was? story. Hunter was with uh, China for uh, a long period of time. Um. In the it, during that relationship, he started to see Stephanie on the sly. He he started his relationship with Stephanie, and the word is that the company in general ousted China. Um, that seems to be the beginning of her decline, with whether it was through substance abuse or mental issues or whatever she was dealing with. Both, I think. Yeah. Um, a lot of people on Twitter and whatever talking shit about the company and talking shit about uh, Triple H and Stephanie because they all sent tweets out saying, 
you know, whatever. But my thing is, man, you can't shit on that because that was personal business. Like exactly. shit happens, man. It just so happens that it happened in that environment. And all these smarky fuck fans think they're entitled to have some opinion about these people's personal lives. And you know, not for nothing, like shit happens, man. Everybody in this room has done shit. That's kind of fucking whatever in mm-hmm. your personal life. You know what I mean? And that's what that happened to be. He started a relationship with somebody else it it got fucking weird. It got whatever. They had the break. You know, he broke up with China, and she had to leave the company. Stephanie's the fucking owner's daughter. Like that's that's the way business works, man. So you can't shit on people for for dealing with their personal issues in an environment where people feel entitled to fucking have an opinion. Are you on saying it. people on the internet are sticking their nose into someplace they don't? Belong? Stephanie tweeted mm, out. No. Yeah, exactly. What? Stephanie tweeted happen. out. About an hour after the word got out, and she said, "You know, we're saddened by this loss, and blah 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 blah." And people blah. lost their shit. Yeah, yeah. and then like, Hunter, this is disingenuous because y'all are the reason. Yeah, that she that I'm like nobody the reason. Yeah, that this happened. And other y- than you her. weren't there, motherfuckers. You know, you weren't there. You weren't involved in it. You don't know anything right. about anything other people, than what you're told. Right. Several people left the industry and had awesome careers. More than not, you don't, bro. But. She turned into a superstar like The Rock. Would everyone be be saying you you're the reason of their death? Right? No, she, like you couldn't handle shit for whatever reason. That's fucked up. I can't handle some shit either. She I'm for whatever gonna, reason she went to a dark place, but you can't put it on them. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna uh, I, I'm gonna send this out to all the fucking smarks who think they I have was just a gonna fucking say opinion. To think they, it's right na- right here and now, like yo. That was people's personal fucking business, man. And and you know something? I hate to tell all you guys, but there's times where shit is bigger than wrestling. And somebody you know who you may have heat with fucking dies. Like, you don't know what your feelings are going to be on that. You don't know what the fuck, how you're going to feel about that. You may very well feel fucking sorry about it or fucking upset in some way or whatever, even if you didn't get along with this person. When Malcolm McLaren died... John Lydon came out and was like, you know what, man? I miss this guy as a person being here on Earth. I miss jousting with him. I missed having an enemy. And I miss the time we spent together and the time we fucking didn't get along. Like, you can't wrap your head around that. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, you need to get your fucking shit together, man. I, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, I mean, I, I might put out a little uh, RIP Malcolm McLaren just to see who would fucking reply. And, like, from my Everybody, perspective, when he that, died, you, Scott, you don't know you, what would have happened if he wasn't in the mix. You don't know what would happen if he hadn't. Well, I mean, I could go on for an hour about yeah. why I don't think McLaren was important on any level, and I can prove it to <laughs> okay. you. But And I, I can prove it ten times over. But, not saying you, but proving that argument ten times over. But when he died, everybody was waiting for yep. Ryan to make a statement. Yep. He came out pretty soon after, like within the same day, and said, you know what? I'm not doing what you guys all want me yep. to do. I'm not doing that because this guy at some point was a part of my life and I value life. Right. And I and I miss him being here. I miss fighting with him. I miss this, that, and the other thing. Well, that's, that's and that's the class on, move. He's and, on the inside. That's us looking in from the outside. Exactly. So anybody who's got an opinion of what, what Johnny Rotten should have said or what uh, Stephanie should or shouldn't say, or what Helmsley should should or shouldn't say, or the company should shouldn't say, can go fuck yourselves, man, because you didn't live that. You don't know. You didn't live it. And yo, wrestling don't matter. I hate to tell her, you fucking smart motherfuckers out there, but wrestling don't matter. This is real life. This troubled, 
woman at 45 years old is dead and you motherfuckers got an opinion on Twitter. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck day. you all day long. And yo, I'm on Twitter, so hit me up. You got something to say about it. Fuck off. I, I wanted to, um, I, I, I'd seen something of her and uh, at Piper's funeral, like she went over to Hunter and embraced him and they deaded everything. So to me, that's even more a little bit for the smarky motherfuckers, that's even more like, yo, man, shut the fuck up because you don't know. They all think they fucking know. But what I'm saying is she basically was like, I gave him a hug and I'm not going to get into what was discussed in that little I mean, second. nobody's going to sit here and say that China wasn't troubled and fucked oh, no, up. No, no, she no, said no. a ton of fucked up stuff. No, but- no, I'm saying that, I'm saying that we... When 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 Roddy passed, yeah, yeah, they might add a twenty second little yep. gimmick where he said it's okay. That's two two words yep. or two yep. syllables. Yep. three. Yep. It's okay. Three syllables, yep. and that was for them. That was it. Yep. So these marks don't know. I'm not talking about her being. Tra- we know yeah. that. She, yeah. I mean, she slid down when when she was on Howard Stern. She was out of her mind. Well, yeah. not like not even speaking. Barely, like it was sounded like she was speaking in tongues. Not she too, lost her shit. Not too long ago, within the last year or two, she was on. Um, uh, what's those two dudes who were who were competition for her? Opie and Anthony. Yes, yeah. and because she did this shit with Doctor Drew, the rehab, the celebrity. Nah, yeah, rehab. this is after that. This is in the last year, maybe year and a half. She was on there, and she was making these um, sort of claims about certain things that went on during her relationship with the X-Pac and the fucking this and that. And X-Pac went on the show uh-huh. and said to her, you know, this didn't happen. Like, I'm I'm telling you now, this didn't happen. So you got two, at the time, troubled people who are also workers in the business, so you never no, know no, no. what so the fuck's what. You're mixing you know drugs, what I mean? alcohol, right. and work. Right. So you never know what the real fucking story is. So you can't have an opinion on people's fucking lives when you don't even know the fucking story is the point of this whole thing. It is. And you know, she you know, it's sad when people fucking, you know, when you see people who are fucked up and 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 you know, the, the ultimately it it's not shocking, but it's it's still upsetting on some level. And again, this is coming from somebody who I wasn't a fan necessarily. I didn't it wasn't that I wasn't a fan, I just didn't care about what she was doing. No, I mean, for me like I I wasn't a fan. I there was def, there's there's people that you and I hate. Like if they when they pass, I'm not, I'm not saying nothing about I didn't hate her for any reason. Right, yeah. right. And then after after she was done with them, I found myself being more not of a fan, but definitely sympathetic after Absolutely. after she went on Howard Stern, after I, there would just be these horror stories. Of this poor girl, and I see and she and she, and what I saw of her, like on the the VH1 reality, yeah, yeah. She, she just seemed like a genuinely nice person with a big heart. Go read Foley's post about her today if you want to get an inside sort of track of what kind of person she was. That's all I'll say about hmm. that. Uh, um, well, I mean, I guess moving on from people that passed away is I don't really have a a way to do it naturally. We we had um we had talked before. Um, Sicko brought it up to me. Um, or it might have been Pablo. You're gonna follow it up tempo number with a death dedication. <laughs> Goddamn dedication God 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 from an up tempo number. <laughs> when we do that, edit, we should put it on. <laughs> Join Is us Don- next week at two. Will the man for that? Is Don on the phone? Nah, we can use that. 
I like that. Yeah. Fucking ponderous. Um, ponderous. I still don't think you, I don't think that works. No, it doesn't. Right. He's saying it like, do you know what? Uh, he's basically saying ridiculous, man. The definition of the word ponderous means heavy. It was used in olden times, as in the uh, atomic weight of gold is quite ponderous. Yeah, he's Pablo's basically saying ridiculous. Is ponderous. Thank you. <laughs> he's saying ridiculous. Right. But he thinks the word now, ponderous means ridiculous. Like I'm you, pondering the you, sense of this. But you could make an no, argument no, that can't. maybe like the se- you know how when you when you were in school and you looked up the definition of a word, there was like the main definition, then there were like two or three. Yeah, this is the seventh. This right. would be like like eighth or maybe ninth the way Casey's using it, but yeah. Uh, Why not- are you doing that gimmick like you're taking a poop? <laughs> that was, I was, was going to comment on it, but what I, I don't want to go to that level. To I mean, I didn't understand what that was. Yeah, you were squeezing man. one out. Yeah. yeah. Stop, 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 really. stop, man. Get the fucking vibe. All right. Get him some baby wipes. OG, give him some baby wipes. <laughs> <laughs> right over there. Top, well, top right. Bang. Well, now, bang. Sigo, uh, now that it's been lightened up, do you want to... Well, I mean, what were we going to talk about? Who knows? Um, the record store... We I was talking... Uh, I, I texted oh, Gavin... no, 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 no. I, yeah, yeah, I just said... I no, 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 you. I'm sorry. We're so good at this. We no, know we what were, our segues are. This, we're so pro at this. No, because we were... Because we, we... I had said a year ago to OG and to Kath... Yo, what's up with this Tower Records documentary? Oh, and he's like, oh, I'm not, I, I don't really know what's up. I don't really care. And then Sicko hit us both this past week and was like, did you peep the Tower Records doc? And I was like, it's on my radar, but I'm backed up. Hey, yo, like <laughs> crazy right now. I'm mad backed up with, which sh- I got books, I got gimmicks, prune I got shoots. Huh? <laughs> prune juice helps with that. <sighs> I'm not even. I'm, I'm not I'm even, with the poop uh, jokes. Uh, really? No, 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 Are we going LCD? These, I got all these uh, kayfabe commentaries. We got stuff to watch. We got man. shit to discuss and talk yeah. about. Tower ain't I above book, the fucking. I got Kevin Sullivan timeline. I'm reading the OJ gimmick where it says he didn't do it. I read OJ. So we. So uh, and on the same lines, this was not something I went looking for. I like you. It was on my radar. Um. And if for for whatever reason, I think it's on Showtime. No, it's on Showtime HBO. It's whatever. on Showtime. Showtime. Yeah. Show enough. So like, I was flipping channels and I ju- caught it just as it was starting. So I'm like, okay, it's like Tuesday night. I'll watch it. I really liked it. I thought it was good. It's nothing real deep or real heavy. It's a fun story. Um, I, it is <laughs> a like fun. Uh, it is. It's very fun. There's you know they're a little tragedy at the end but even by documentary standards it's not that yeah, heavy well, as, that, as yeah. Jan calls my taste in documentaries the Pazzy Suey special meaning suicide special right right because <laughs> every drone I give him he's like dog he's trying to kill yourself right and that's the stuff that I love and I watch all the time right compared to that this was a this lighthearted is like, yeah, this is light work <laughs> I mean they're telling stories of what it was like to be in a record store in the 70s yeah. the, like the biggest record store on the planet you're fucking doing blow and getting blow jobs in the bathrooms. A yeah. light-hearted, a light-hearted romp, romp, he said. Thank you. Thank you. Sicko, write that down. So anyway, Sicko, I watched Sicko, it. even though you said that, write that down. I don't even remember what the It was a I lunatic said. A light-hearted farce, romp. A light-hearted romp. <laughs> Just like my life. What the fuck? So I liked it. I enjoyed it. And what it was, was I was actually going to make it one of my recommendations. But that doesn't make sense because the Gavin 
actually worked at a Tower Records. Yeah, so. he's in it. He's beating up some guy in the fucking <sighs> front, right? Him and Bob. Him and Bob. Half that was, oh, oh, gee, here, I that was not a lighthearted rumors. Okay. Ridiculous subject. <laughs> it was a lighthearted stomp. Yes. <laughs> Nice. Now nice. we're we gonna get discuss it. this. I like no, that. let's discuss because no, we shoot. didn't. We did this, 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 this is a shoot. This is a shoot. shoot. I like that. What are we discussing? I don't know. Just let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Okay. Sigo brought up Tower, and the idea was to then get into record stores. That was what we talked about prior mm-hmm. to the show. Now, when I told you, um, I wrote Kathleen and I wrote you about this this particular movie. You know, sold it to me. Right. I'm curious as to why. Are are you okay with us talking about the gimmick or no? What? Wait, what? <laughs> well, I have to say it and then we'll edit it. If, you know, are you cool with saying you worked there for mad years? Oh, yeah, of course. Now, when I told you there was a documentary about a place that a lot of your formative years were spent. Yeah. Where you met, I believe that's where you met Leiden? No, I never met Leiden. I know it's where you met. King Diamond, you rung him up buying Uriah Heap. Kathleen rung him up. And, she, and you <laughs> no, said he bought every Uriah Heap. Oh. <laughs> because when I went to see him, he just played Uriah Heap for like right, nine right, hours right, before right, he right, went right. on. And I'm looking around for you and you're not there. <laughs> I'm like, Deep Purple, Uriah right, Heap. Deep right. Purple, Uriah Heap. Right. You met a lot of people there. From I did. wrestlers, workers. I did. Musicians and all that. Yeah. Um, I think maybe, maybe I could be stretching. Your first kid was... Maybe at the tail end of that, or were you at Repo there? Uh, he was born. I took off for two weeks, went back, and quit. Okay. So we're around that time. Yes. Now, here's my question. You didn't give one fuck when I told you there was a documentary being made no. about this place that you spent your formative years at. Can you explain to me why? Forget the fans, because I'm curious. Because Pablo and I would visit you what, weekly, right, P, at that point, when he was on South Street? Yeah, we chilled. Want some records? <laughs> He's fucking. Look at Fonzie over there with yeah, his hands in his pocket, his fucking. No, because I would walk in and I'd go right to the downstairs to buy the rap tapes and then come back up yeah. and then wait for you, y'all. Of course. And then we get a slice and get yep. yelled at by Mr. Lorenzo. I yep. mean, there was just this part of time. Yeah. That you know maybe I because you were Tower Records to us. Um. It, okay. <laughs> I'm a, I love that I'm a difficult. So <laughs> I'm a difficult employee. No, uh, no. I have no, a. You. I have a big mouth. No, I don't like being told things. It lies. Um, I, I was telling someone the other day your story about when the guy came down from corporate to teach you how to use the new phone system. <laughs> Do you remember I, that story? No. This fucking guy fucking comes down from corporate. <laughs> Fuck you and your fucking phone. I'm not fucking learning your fucking phone. I don't remember that at all. But I do remember when we got the new phone system, it was a shit show. Yeah. Because you didn't fucking pay attention to the class. It was was Pablo, was this before or after he had heat with with, uh, Daryl Hall? (laughs) (laughs) It's probably around the same time. Okay. I was was difficult at that point. Gavin was an angry young man. At that point. (laughs) So, I don't have a whole lot of. fond memories of working there other than some of the people I met. Obviously, uh, I met Kathleen there. Um, that was important, obviously. Um, I I didn't um, I didn't like the job, really. You were I, like, I look, mean, that, in yeah, high school, but, you were at the record store. But aren't you able to say, between meeting Kathleen, these funny stories, that doesn't like warm your cold heart? 
It does. It, that's no, why I'm not. It, that's yeah. why I'm still Sicko, not. First off, you're shaking your head. No, what the fuck? I didn't ask you nothing. You didn't I work at Tower Records. I agreeing with him. How do you know? Because I, I know. I like, why, why? Maybe I worked the fucking job I hated and I loved it in <laughs> retrospect. So you're saying you worked a job you hated and you loved it? Yes. <laughs> Is this the water ice gimmick? You no, I never went. No, I, I told you I had one real job and I quit the first day. <laughs> Without the water ice gimmick? Yeah. yeah. Pablo remembers. He said, how'd that job work out? I was like, I was out by lunch. <laughs> he, went, he went home for lunch. He never came back. He still got a hook up there? No, so I was like, some no, I was like yo, I'm going to see y'all. I'll be back. 20 minute break. <laughs> yo, one day. Not like most people's stories are like, yo, I worked there for like three months. Then I quit. I worked there for like three hours. And power, I was like, peace in the Middle East. I did that. I just all. had a job for two hours on Saturday and somehow lost I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, but Did I, you I show back up for your check? No. Oh, I, I was like, that's the move. I did that too. That's I did that move. I was like, yo, place. matter of fact, hold that. <laughs> yo, hold that for the, for the shit I did. Hold that. Because that's some next level shit. Yo, I, that was the, I ain't working no motherfucking job, dog. I ain't never going to have no gig. Because that ain't how I'm built. I worked at a porno place for three hours. Yeah. I went. went That's the long duck That was the long thing. duck dog. Yeah. I, I, What's happen? I went there. <laughs> I worked there for three hours, went to lunch and never went back. And they called me for the next like two weeks to go back. Wow. Because they had just changed to the system that Tower had. Nice. And they wanted me to show them how to do it. Nice. And I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not coming back. Can't help you. <laughs> yeah, Can't help nah, you. Can't help you. But yeah, anyway, nah. no, I don't I, I don't hate Tower as much as I did at one point. I, I, I like that the, the stupid stories pop people. Um, and you're not playing anymore, right? Fisticuffs oh, I got stories all day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We got to start playing. I did meet the some actual job of it. I did meet some awesome drag. people there. Uh, I like the fight stories. By the end of it, the last few years there, I didn't even have anybody telling me anything, so yeah. it was okay. But yeah, as soon as uh, uh, I don't know, it's man. still a job. At the end of the it's day, what, I don't were know. You, like I was you, fucking nasty, motherfucker, man. I was miserable. Were you like this with Billy Crystal? A Billy Crystal? What's what's the guy's name? Uh, oh, that's one. Billy Crystal's the fucking CBGB's guys. What's the Billy Crystal? That's Hilly. Hilly fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Billy Crystal is he just called Pablo disease. Billy Crystal. Wait, Hilly is CBGB's. Billy Crystal's the happens. shitty comedian. There's so many things wrong with this. <laughs> who, who Billy Crystal's from the Fillmore, not a CBGB's. You know when you get that foot and you shove it in your that mouth? That's pretty good, actually. Who, who I hate are you when asking me that? Am I tight with who? The fucking guy, the Tower Records guy. What Russ Solomon? Solomon? That guy. I never met him. Yeah. I met some of the people who worked in corporate, and they were cocksuckers. But, that, that don't surprise know. me. They always are. Whatever. Mm. It is what it is, man. I met the mother of my children there. Nice. My, Got a picture my, with Ozzy? Well, that was actually at the Northeast Tower, and I didn't go. Kathleen went up and, and did the yo-yo-yo and got up in the line and blah, 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 and were Xavier's you? Were you the, I, can't, I can never remember. Were you, I know Kathleen was, but were you there for Morrissey Day? No, it was right before I started. That's one of the best days of my entire life. I started in November. You're a sad man, sir. I know. I started in November of 94. Was it that late? Yeah. Some reason I, I I think of it as the eighties. I forget. No, the whole chart. What the fuck, fuck man? man? I was still in school in the eighties. Yeah, man, it was two thousand one. I'm the same age as you. It was September twelfth, nineteen sixty four. 
I'm He's like, Mash, Mash, remember using the Tommy gun, sir? I remember it well. I remember it well. Penny pulled up with a Tommy gun. Henry Ford had just. So I breaks out my switchblades. So Henry Ford says, I'm going to make this mobile car, sir. What's in there, you mugs? What's in there, you mugs? We hightailed it out of there, I'll tell you. You know what? I'm just done. Fuck no, I all. mean, well, I wanted to grill Gavin about his answers, and he answered them too well. But, I mean, I think um, for anybody like one generation younger than us, we we, we were just talking about um, record shopping. And that's, record what it brought, that's what it brought it back to for me was uh, I just miss being, you know, like 17 and spending hours and hours in a record store and it not being a thing like it's just what you did a lot of my memories just going through just just through all the alphabetical orders oh yeah at philadelphia record exchange yeah me and pablo had always had a standing joke well if if, if you've ever been to philadelphia record exchange on fifth street and even if you haven't if you grew up in our era there's a record store in your local town that had this they're always like the two (coughs) hipper than thou guys that work the counter and all the good stuff was like there and it'd be like Hey, I'd really like to look at that like $45 Gorilla Biscuit 7-inch you've got there that's a test pressing. Would it? Would you mind moving your disgusting fucking lunch that's sitting on top of it? Yeah, big hoagie <laughs> spread across all the Oh, essentially, case. and let's go back. Let, let, now, and how you looked at them then is different. They were basically comic book guy from The Simpsons. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, nice. those dudes had nothing. They never got no pussy. Nah, they nothing. were herbs, but they had a little power over us. Right, and that was the right. power being like... That was the only place they had this, power in the world. Ever. Yeah. And, 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 and here is the seven inches that I protect. Because that... We, yeah, they shitting on record store, They guys. didn't protect LPs. They, there was this seven inch... Yeah. Like... It really was glory. Like, the it wall. really was glory. The wall behind the cash register yep. was glory. Yep. The tapes, no one protected them. They were You could nah. get a tape for a dollar. Or the records on the walls that were way the fuck up by the Now, store. for me, that was, that was localized in that one store um, because a block over, if you were hip to the deal... You went to Chaos on Fourth Street, yeah, run by the the now departed Mister Brubaker, yeah, who was. It, it's not that he was super outgoing, but he wasn't an asshole to you if you were like a snotty little twelve year old kid. Who, yeah. he was fucking punk rock man, but he was an OG, so he was kind of like. Like right. I ain't gonna fucking shit on you, but I ain't. I ain't got, right. I, ain't like, got I don't much got no time, time for you, but I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna be a. I'm not right. gonna make you feel like a herb. Right. Like you would feel like a herb in record exchange. Oh, like right. you would have to feel nervous. But those guys. Uh, for me, I'm just talking about me because I'm younger than y'all. So y'all were in your teen. I'm like 12 in there, like petrified by comic book guy. When in reality, now I look back, I'm like, I should have just went up in your fucking mouth. Right. See? Right. I should have just and, run you. And to top it off. Like, like someone like Brubaker, who was an OG, like you had respect for him because the guy actually had taste in music and he listened to real shit. These fucking sweater rocking nerds at Fist Street. You know what they were? They were fucking jazz guys pissed off about the You're fucking... Absolutely right. Yeah. Always You're absolutely guys. right. Always jazz guys. 100%. Absolutely right. About how other records were yep. selling and 100%. jazz. Well, they were selling... 
Punk rock seven inches. Right. right. That's where they were making. That's the only reason they could keep the fucking and lights on. Yep. Off about and it. You're absolutely right. Yep. You're absolutely right. And they'd be fucking. You could hear them talking about their band or where yeah. they, they were playing out, and this and nobody gave a fuck. <laughs> like yeah, oh, you, I guess if you want to buy that MDC record, right. that's fine. But you know, you should really listen to Billy and the Blazos because they play quarter notes in so, fifth. But, but and, and the irony is, they're nerdy white dudes, so on the dick of these well more advanced black players. I was just gonna say, here I come, de- record shopping for fucking samples, of course. So mm-hmm. I'm digging through jazz mm-hmm. records, you know, mm-hmm. uh, jazz soul, whatever the fuck. They had a great. They had a fucking great selection. It was mm. a lot of shit there. And I'd be buying what they would consider junk records. Mm-hmm. You know? The, the dollar uh, bills. What are you section. talking about? In Philly? I'm, uh, no, I'm talking about record exchange. Oh, okay. Because yep. at a certain point, they caught on and started charging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you could get, like... I've told this before. This is just an aside real quick, and I'll let you... Fit, like... Violent by Design was made off dollar bin records. Right. So for people to think you got to pay exactly. $290 yeah. for a record that Pete Rock flipped, ask Stoop about whether he cares or not, whether <laughs> the record's in the dollar bin. You see that's the all. same tired like Atlantic jazz records in there that you could fucking find in a dollar bin everywhere else, and it would be fucking $7 in that place. Yeah. You'd be like, dude, come on, what now, the fuck? You know, now we've we've discussed the negatives, and my my entire point of bringing up this topic when when I hit up then when I hit up G was the absolute glory of like I know we would go in groups together, but there are many a Saturday where I would just get up and go to whatever neighborhood I wanted to go to that had the, the record store all by myself. Um, oh, by myself. Well done. Because I was a loser who had no friends. I didn't, you know, I had no problem doing stuff like that. You should keep talking over the soundtrack. Yeah, it's, it's like good. it's like having a bed. Like yeah, it's a, good. Like it's a good. music bed. Yeah. It's it's very soothing. Yeah, it's great. We hear less of you. And one of the other things. Yes. <laughs> keep talking. Keep talking. <laughs> now I'm not saying. I'm trying to run a podcast I, here. I, I can't fucking win with you guys. Because, listen, but listen, listen. Take it easy, Fonzie. I also. <laughs> Thank I, you. I want to big up, and I don't care. This has to do with taste and other music, funk, rock, and soul. I call bodies at the book trader. That was, oh, yeah. was my shit. That was my favorite was place a, on I earth. Fucking love that place. I call bodies. First off, I was such a scumbag <laughs> that I stole from there. <laughs> Yo, I stole they were, a ton of shit from that. And that poor old guy, the guy who ran it, what was his name? Uh, With the cat. Yeah. Here's yes. the deal, though, that people, you all know, but to people that are listening, everything in there was like nine cents. And yeah. I still was such a dirtbag <laughs> yeah. that I stole. But then I came around. I decided I had to switch my karma up. So I started paying for books. Good for you. Um, and still stealing records. No, that's not true. Okay. <laughs> no, I would, I would, I would be like... I got pinched trying to switch um, the prices on the Exorcist soundtrack. That I did that in Bryn Mawr. I got busted. Yo. In Bryn Mawr. Fantastic. 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 Yes. yes. They, that Fr- dude with the dog. Polaroid on the wall. The dude Ooh, with the dog yeah. who owned it pinched everyone. I don't know how. He I'm, I'm going to tell you how right now. What? There was a the record store working 101. You immediately know when somebody switched the tag. Yeah. Like, it's the dumbest thing you can ever do. I've gone over that shit a thousand times. Not in a legit place. Where at? 
probably. <laughs> you don't have to recognize. <laughs> I mean, them dudes are like barely there, yeah. so. I'm gonna agree with OG in the sense that the motherfucker that ran that ran Plastic he Fantastic knew records. He loved me. Yeah, if you knew I, what you were doing, then yeah. you weren't getting over. He never no shot way. on me because I would only buy Gil Scott Heron records there. He'd be like, fucking awesome record. Yeah, but like Sick you going in bo- with me was like ba- a bad look for you. Yeah. Sick of like buy shit buy 10 like before you buy shit. Of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I of think course. what I actually got busted for wasn't switching tags. Busted. It was busted. Like yeah, hey, look, hang on, busted. Man, man, busted me, you see? Man, 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 the fuzz has uh, the fuzz. on. I got a cheese is clamping down. You see? I think what I did was I took um uh, like Slayer? A, I took it was Slayer. I took a Shono Mercy regular print. It was open. It was used. Took the record out. Put a Live Undead picture disc oh, in it, oh, which was undead. at the time very like much more expensive. I think it was like an import only. But they always took it up to the counter. I mean, I was fourteen. It wasn't uh, a ma- criminal mastermind here. He I didn't, gave you uh, no soup for you. Uh, yeah, right. No and soup I, for you. No soup for you. You come back one. No kissing in my line. Continue. So I fucking and he. I, first thing he did was pull it out the check to make sure it's the real record. He's like, "Yeah, this doesn't belong. You're gonna come with me." And I'm like looking to make the break for it. And like, <laughs> like in the movie, like two not heavy dudes, but two dudes appeared like behind me. I'm like, yeah. they watched you the entire time right. you were in there. How'd the camera get involved? When they, they so the- they took me back to the office. Like we're calling the cops. And I'm like, I guess you're calling. The- like, what am I? Am I gonna like? Baggy, whatever. And they're like, all right, well, it would be too much of a hassle for us to call the cops, so we're going to put your picture up. They fucking took a Polaroid. How long did it stay there? Oh, I don't know. I never went back. Were your clothes on? First Polaroid? Apparently <laughs> <laughs> enough, I had to sit on I the one see, guy's lap. That, I didn't understand why he made me sit on his lap. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yeah, I know, I know, I, after that, I never went back in a Plastic Fantastic. I went up the street to Repo because they were so much easier to steal from. Right. I never stole. I'll be. I, I'll keep it funky, man. I feel like I had this weird code of ethics where I like. Never jack from certain places. Like I got, I used to Vic weekly because, yo man, not having money when you in school in high school is like some weird shit that you can't cope with. Like if you don't feel you, you you look nice mm. going into school. So I used to just have to boost, man. Mm. Like now this isn't records. I'm talking oh, about yeah. gear. I'm talking about running up in Wanamakers. Yeah. I'm talking about running up. In Macy's, I'm talking run up and whatever. You go five D boost, run out. One of you get clipped. Yo, then we still have gear to share after one of yeah. us gets out of jail because none of us is eighteen. But I like I I would feel nothing from boosting from a corporate place. You sure, know what I'm saying sure. like. But I felt what was the what was the little gimmick spot? All right, Ninth I'm Street. looking across Nice Street Records. Settle down. Uh. I'm looking across from Tower a little to my left. Rock and Roll Plus. Rock and Roll Plus. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that place was open so long, my mom would take me there. Hmm. Best cassette collection ever they had. Yeah, I never really went into that place. That's true. Yo, I caught mad tapes in there, bro. Mad tapes. Black metal. Man. Um, I caught mad tapes in there, man. Hmm. And they were mad cool to me because... Oh, with the brick? With the brick front? 
Is that one of the you, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you, dog. You might not even have been in Philly okay. when they were okay. Open. Probably, probably not. Like it was that long ago. Like I was a kid, kid. Like I had to, <laughs> yeah. no. I was a kid. Like yeah. I, had to, I I'm like ten maybe. I've, and I've, I was like, yo, 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 yo. I got like um the Sam Hain tape where where they're, the their bloody. Yep. I don't know how you say it. I N I T Initium. Initium. Yeah. That well, gimmick in there. I got a couple shirts. I'll in tell there. you what. You know, I got my, um. Dead Kennedys uh, in in uh, in God We Trust. I'm gonna look something up and see, so I can get it. What's the DK record? It's not in God We Trust Incorporated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got Nazi punks fuck off on it, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that it does. I, I, I can't figure it out. Yeah, it's got Nazi punk. Yeah, punk ain't no religious cult. They had a good they selection of uh, all the zines that heads would drop off was always in there too. That, so you and get that, like reading for like a month. In there. And that's right. another thing. At, at any rate, what I'm getting at, you felt that store, right? That store was I love that store. Yeah, but yeah. It, but they fuck with metalheads too in there. That's what I dug. Yeah, you get your drug rug in there too, man. Yeah. Well, yeah wait, what? Drug uh, rug. There's oh. fucking po- hippie ponchos. Fucking, oh, yeah. that's what they, they had a lot of shit. A, lot of, a drug rug. It's a bar, I it's never heard that before. They had a lot of gimmicks. A drug they had a lot of gimmicks. Yeah. They, they I tell had, you what, you know what's even better uh, than that place? You remember fucking balcony at 69th Street? Well, I, I, all right. My answer will be a little bit. Do I only remember it because of Lenny? But yes. Yeah. I, like that, I mean, that's I, the place I went to all the yeah, time. Yeah. Like everything through there would be. I would. Because I was so, I was interested in music so annoyingly young. So I, when my brother would go there, I would make my dad make Lenny take me. Nice, <laughs> you know what I mean? He'd be like, "Fuck!" And like, I, you know what I mean? It's it's corny when you're 17 mm-hmm. and you're six year old. Absolutely, like that's corny. Like not to but me, not to you. No, and to me, like I like for me, I never saw life that way. I don't see life that way today. <sighs> I think it's badass if a little young motherfucker sure. wants to rock with you. Sure. Like, every time there's a kid at my show, I make sure they get taken backstage. But if you're the older brother at that age... I mean, age, I guess so. I, you, feel, I mean, I'm saying it as an older brother. Like, my my younger brother, who's only two... It's not even like a like a gap like you and, you and Letty have. Like, yeah. my brother is, I think, three years younger than I am. Yeah. I never once would take him anywhere with me. Didn't want, like... Yeah, I used to... I mean, it's just I was, older put, I was putting pressure on like yo pop <laughs> like tell this motherfucker what's what yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. so it, it, it was what it was so i was the balcony um like i said like um there were shows that y'all would see at the empire rock club that mm-hmm. i couldn't get into yeah. but i remember them nights yeah um one thing that, that pablo had just said which is another another thing that was really cool about record stores at the time and again pre-internet uh, where you got yours. That's where your center of information was. The right? zines, yeah, Not man. just the zines, but within the record store, the the people you talked to in there. Absolutely, um, man. The kids that you felt looked like you or the kids it, that you felt were like, exactly. oh, well, they're, they're crust punks. Like, I like some of that stuff. I like nausea, but I don't like all of that. Right, right. So oh, that, that dude's got a Celtic Frost and a Dead Kennedy's patch yeah, on that's his my denim. Man. That's, that's my dude. That's like, my, and, I agree. No, you're right. You know what right. I mean? I want to put Pablo over real quick with something, though. This motherfucker... Mm-hmm. This whole podcast, a lot of it, where people know him as the cheap guy, he probably conservatively spent ten to fifteen thousand dollars on music. Yeah, oh yeah. Before, yeah, before he, you know, turned square slash had had a wife real, and kids. A, you know, this real dude jobs. would buy everything. Absolutely. Yo, um, 
if there were two records and we couldn't figure out which one we wanted to buy, I'd buy one, he'd buy the yep. other one, and we'd double for each yeah, other. I mean, yep. We he held he held it down, man. Like yeah. he bought everything. No, I'll back that one hundred. We didn't even know records would come out, and we would run to the record store, and whatever was new, you'd be like, "I got this, I right, got this," right, right, right. Because you wanted to be the one to be like, "Yo, I discovered I this, found band. this new band." Yeah, so you, yeah. we would be fighting oh, over. We got whatever. mad whack records. Like, Absolutely, oh, this shit yeah. trash. My so. favorite whack record from doing that was a Canadian metal band called Bloodlust. Garbage! I think the album might have been titled "Guilty as Sin." So we're we're you talking remember, like you, you're saying might have. That means it is. Yeah. You remember it, it, way too much. I, I'm I'm gonna guess eighty five, eighty six ish. Uh, the, yeah, a lot of things you went by the logo, especially for hammer of bands. Course. Like now, back then. You know, it didn't get real dissected into this is black metal, this is dead. There was like, well, no, that's thrash. another discussion we had. Remember, right, we were right, like, right. yo, now there's 37 subgenres of punk. Right. right. There's 37 right. subgenres of metal and rap, and you're like, nah, man. We For us, like, it was this either. Is hard. Yeah, there was back either then, like, he was just a fucking weirdo listening to yeah, weird oh, shit. Yo, this is hard. Right. Oh, yeah. I don't know if this is. Yeah. DRI is hard. Word. Right. They're, right. They're, I guess they're punk rock. For right. metal, they have long hair, but I don't know. Right. For metal, it was so simple. It was. It's either like stupid hair rock and then everything else, yeah. like the, the hard shit. So I, I'm like flipping through. I'm like bloodlust. I'm gonna get this because nobody's heard of this band, yeah. and I'm gonna beat it. And I, I got it home. It was like, the like now worst. I know why. I'm like, <laughs> and but I you remember, still, you took that chance. Sure. You took that elf. You had to. I remember we both bought the Godspeed record, Skip Candelori from from Turning yeah. Point when it came out. We loved that record. Fucking swimmer's ear, right? Yeah, man, with the little incredible. puppy on the incredible, front. Yeah. yeah. It's like I think I still have that CD at home. That uh, if you do, let me know. But okay. no, I mean like those those days. There, it was like, um, I would go to bed on Friday nights excited, knowing yes. the P was gonna pick me up. Yes, and we had a day plotted out. Like, all right, we're gonna go here, then there, then we're gonna go to this spot that's got the illest cheese steaks. Yep, yeah, pig yeah, out, yeah. drop me off, then. Shower and then go out that night. Right. Like, yo, we would do our gimmicks. He right. dropped me off at four and then re picked me back right. up at nine. Get a shower. You oh, get let's a go grub. see Gavin because he was already doing it. He was on his grown up gimmick. Right. At, at that point. And remember, too, back then, like, you didn't know where everybody was. You had to make sure you were at home between that, that window of like, 3 p.m. to like 6 p.m. Yeah, dog, if you ain't have a pager, like, it was a mummy rap. We oh, just I'm gotta talking, go find I'm it. even talking before pagers. You didn't even have that shit. You had to, like, call people at home and ask their moms, you know. How dare you? I never talked about that. <laughs> but, OG, I remember, like... Um, and if you had a friend that worked in a record store yeah. where you could hang out, you fucking hit the jackpot. But, but, but I would come through and... Um, even if that friend didn't like you. We would chill. We would chill in the bedroom, and uh, you would play seven inches. I'm not sure if you, how good your memory is remembering that. I remember you were playing because I would. I, I would. Uh, I remember being like, "Yo, I hate Gigi Allen." You're like, "Whatever, whatever." But but check this, mm -hmm. and you played me some of his good stuff, and it was seven inches. Did you? Are I mean, tonight you're falling back more than you typically do. But did you? Did you have the same thing? Like, were you excited when you went to record stores? What was it? Was it? Did you get shit from your friends? Like, you're the eldest, from what I know, right? It's just you and your sister who's younger. Yeah. So I got. I can't say I got put on to things like Sabbath. I heard the Sabbath record at six and like ran screaming. But <laughs> that, what I'm happen. saying is, what I'm saying is, like, I they they led me down a path that I found on my own via Sabbath. 
oh, Sabbath, da, da, da. And then they went one way and I went the other mm-hmm. way. And then by the time I was old enough to make my own decisions, they're like, yo, this kid lost his fucking mind. Who's he hanging with? What is he listening yep. to? So I'm wondering, you told me about the kid who got you into punk rock because mm-hmm. you were into metal. Was there, because because there was a run where I was in, I was I was at your crib and and you had Mad Seven Inches. Did, mm-hmm. Hey, do they still exist? Did you sell them? Do you still have vinyl? I sold most of it. I'm not I'm not one of those old heads who yeah is like a vinyl loyalist. Yeah, yeah, at all. You don't have that many pieces of vinyl. <laughs> no, I uh, I definitely embrace technology and Techmo- love the, technology. Love the idea that. <laughs> Any song I want is on a little square yeah. uh, that I can plug into my car. Yeah, I want stereo. no media in my house. If everything was digital, I would fucking be the happiest. Yeah, I'm okay ever. with it, man. Like I'm not, I'm not one of those purists on that stuff. It's not but, uh, for me, at least. It's not as important as I thought it would be this far along in life. It, it, but the medium, I mean, I um, working. I started working in record stores pretty young, so I. While I had that sort of experience that you guys had, it was a little bit different because I worked in record stores, so I had access to order things that I wanted. So they would yeah, just come yeah, to the you job. Know what? That, it's for, not for me. Um, for more, I mean, for me, not for the fan. It really was a dumb question because I met you working at a record store, right? So I guess it never would have even occurred to me that I know I didn't even. You know honestly, I, mean? I went around the room, and Scott was talking about. Getting records for che- for the cheap, looking at record exchange or burning them, and I forgot. Literally, Gavin was my OG. Like, no, that when I got the Ludacris tape, he was like, "That's a hunk of shit," and I was like, "Please <laughs> ring me up." Like, <laughs> we were just talking about that, that the other uh, night. Yo, he was like, "Yo, man, <laughs> young boy." <laughs> like he would stonewall me. I still contest there are like maybe three songs that are okay on that record. Yeah, but he ain't having nothing. Oh, I know. I know. He's like I you know. two are like the two most obnoxious music fans. Yeah. I mean, on the early super regular days, I was like, yo, <clears throat> can you sell my record? Co sign it. He's like, all right, because you're P, I'll, I'll, I'll get, take five. So a week goes by and he's like, this fucking Vinny shit's selling. Like, I need more. Like, no, I remember. Other than that, he would have been like, go fuck yourself. No, yeah. I remember. Like, I'll take no. five and they're going to sit here for, an, for no, 10 years. No, because he always held me down like that, like, since I was a young boy, man. And and it's like, same with you. It's like, like, Repo was a, was a punk rock store and he's like, these Jedi records are fucking moving out of this yeah. store like hotcakes. Yeah, I mean, like, everywhere that he ever went, he, sh- he showed love. But it was a dumb question to ask him, did you ever do this? I no, never saw him buy one record because you always just ordering them, right? Well, but, well, but what if, all right, so I can't say, all right, the, the record trek, but what about when you knew something was coming in for that okay, Tuesday? Well, like, previous to working at a record store, I, I used to, remember I told the story about how on Saturdays we would, um, my parents would drag me to fucking the mall before I would watch Georgia Championship Wrestling on yeah, Saturday Yeah, when your nights. mom told you, but you better calm down said, you're not getting it. Well, I said I need to be home by 6.05 because fucking Gordon Saul is coming on. Yeah. yeah, TBS. So And everything always started at whatever 05. 6.05. Yeah, unless, unless the Braves were on and then it fucked up the whole night. It like ruined it went, everything because yeah, yeah, they were on at 7.05 and it couldn't it would, yeah, yeah, it was all hey, fucked yo. up. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... Part of that mall experience would be I would go hang out in the record store the entire time my parents okay, were doing whatever yeah, they were yeah. doing. So... I was buying records really young, really young. The first record I remember buying on my own 
is Kiss Dynasty, nice. and that was like Ooh. what seventy nine or something. I would I, if I told you the first album I ever bought with my own money, I would never hear the end of it. Well, I see yeah, my I mean, mother if you said it, motherfucker. That means you want to tell us what the fuck. <laughs> Have at it. It, it. it was literally the Grease soundtrack. Uh, so what? Exactly. I mean, it's whatever. At least right. it's not Rocky Horror. My, my mom had a lot of records, so I listened to her records when I was a kid, little kid. And then when I got to a certain age, the kid next door gave me Kiss Destroyer. Nice. Yes. And that's when I started on my own stuff. So yeah. I would buy. I would go to the mall and buy a record, and my, because my mom was such a music head they yeah. never were upset about buying me records so i would buy whatever and they were always super open-minded about any shit that i was buying so i remember buying kiss dynasty and i remember vinyl yes absolutely 100 percent. that's dope and uh shortly after that is when i started to get into my own kind of stuff like uh you know ozzy and whatever yeah. metal fucking so the Bullshit. first record you remember buying on my own, on your own, my own choice. The, the first one I was given Kiss Dynasty or okay. Kiss Destroyer, and the first one I remember buying on my own will was Kiss Dynasty. Do you remember? So Grease is the first thing you bought with your like with your own choice. Online? Yeah, well, like like a like an allowance or, or yeah. like a Christmas present. Five Pablo, bill. do you remember the first thing you bought? So I think my brother and I both went, and I think he got the sticks, Mister Roboto. Nice. And I got a Men at Work cargo. I made it. Neither one. <laughs> Stallone, do you remember, like, choice-wise, not your parents, not your... Is your, your brother's younger, right? Yeah. Okay. So so, so you were the, the older brother. I do just you remember? In my head for a second, I'm trying to think. What? I fucking... Um, I'm going to have to think about this. I can go first. You you go, no, you go, you go. I remember the first thing I bought was a KTEL compilation. Nice. Because it, awesome. had, yeah. it had Fly Girl. Remix. It had Fly Girl. It had uh, Jam on it. Um, oh, I, I felt like in my head, I was like, this is the more bang for my buck in terms of songs I like. Oh, sure. this guy. Yep. Like if I, if, I, if I rolled the dice and bought someone's record at that point, you know it what I'm saying? It was like because, a mixtape. Yeah. Yeah, because hip-hop was in such early stages. Yeah. And I was like, nobody's record's going to be hot except Run DMC. I had, and Lenny already had that. Right. I, Lenny brought that home, and that's what initially blew my mind. I, I was a kid. I heard Run DMC and Sabbath at like six, bro. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? I mean, I had, I had a very similar kind of thing. Because I had I had an aunt who was a program director at a Philly radio station, so her fucking record collection alone was bananas, and she was very cool to me. And I had full anything. If I, if I like this cover. Can we listen to this? Okay. Yeah. And by whittling it down, like I was lucky, I didn't have to go out and buy records. Right, right. She had a thing and a tape thing, and you could record it. Yeah. So I, by the time I got around to Black Sabbath, I had to be like seven, eight years old, just like you. Yeah. At no age should I, that, at that age, <laughs> no, no I child heard the, I heard the intro thunderstorm of the first Sabbath record at six. I, I, That's I, not an exaggerated, I'm telling you, and anyone that knows me will understand and believe, my brothers aren't three years older right, than me. Right. My brothers are 11 and 12 years older than me. That's yeah. not a normal age difference. I'm clearly a change of life, baby. So I'm six. My brothers are 17 and right. 18. What do you listen to Which at that bananas. era when you're smoking dust and and, yeah. and and dropping acid? It's fucking Sabbath. Thin Lizzy. Thin Lizzy. Yeah, so uh, these things were just like... Yeah. 
And I was like, look, I could get Roxanne, Roxanne, Pee Wee, Pee. Let's do the dance quota. Pee Wee Herman. Um, jam on it, Nucleus, all these records. Yo, I fucking know that. KTEL record. Now you're saying Bro, that record was great. That's yeah. your favorite story of me. Yeah. When the dude was having a seizure, and I pushed him off and he broke his arm. Remember, I told <laughs> yeah, you that story. Were you lucky enough to get the one with the songs done by the original artist? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those KTELs were were, yeah. Wonky, yeah, they were fugazi, but some of them were suspect. okay. No, yeah. no, I was yeah. still I was in the okay era. Yeah, they I had, had one that had. You said they gimmicked it up, right? It they was like, did late a little bit later. Definitely. They would gimmick it because they couldn't get the rights right, to the yeah. original, so yeah. they would have like the Joe's fucking Garage Band cover. You know, right. yeah, whatever. Hilarious. Yeah, I had a KTEL one that had sticks. Renegade, Renegade. Yeah, I played that fucking song over and over. My brother and over to again. this day loves that. I know my brother loves that band so much that I know the fucking singer's name, Dennis, Dennis DeYoung. DeYoung. Yeah, come yeah. sail away, come, come sail away, come sail away with me. Wow. Yo, Lenny loves sticks. Bro, my brother's a weird bird. That's messed up. <laughs> He's a weird so, bird. I think I remembered. I ain't mad I, I remember. So my first records were either one of these three, and I can't remember what came first. But it was either Queen... Um, not mad. The one with we are the champions. My, my with the with yeah. the with the robot, with the whole, green robot that yo, like this. My, see, my mom had that, yeah. so shit. I had that shit early on too. Yeah. Or it was. The Beatles' White Album, my, oh, where dude, the fucking my, four yeah. posters yeah, yeah, of the yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, four yeah, that's right, yep. the four famous posters. Yep. Yeah, okay. Or it was the Kids Are All Right, mm, which I can't remember which one was first, but it was probably like hate one that. of them. I didn't get hip to them till later because yeah. my mom wasn't into them. Oh. Hate it. My mom is the biggest Beatles and Queen fan in the world. My so mom I was hip thinks really Freddie early. is the gr- like God. Yeah, I think and I ain't really that mad at that. I'm not either. Like if you say to me Freddie's the best frontman ever, I'm I, not saying you, you have a very strong argument. Right, I'm not saying all right, you I, right, I, but I, I'm not. I don't really got much ammo against that. I right. feel like I've said this before, but yeah. go watch that footage of Queen at Wembley Stadium. Oh my god, with Freddie Mercury doing um, what do they do? Love of my life when he's got the whole he's the doing whole the fucking crowd. like yep. it's mind blowing, yeah. fucking mind blowing that this little dude is controlling fucking however many thousands of people, eighty, one hundred, ten, yeah, something yeah. ridiculous. Like, yeah, insane. no, it was like a. It was over 100,000 yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. Fucking crazy, Incredible. man. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Well, that, I guess, um, I mean, it was good talking about, I'll tell you why it's good talking about radio um, record stores, because it brought me back for a minute, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Good time. Man. I'm happy to have had it with, with, with y'all brothers, man. It and was we, a good time. And we, yeah. just, we just had uh, record store day last week. Yeah, yeah. Right. Which, whether which you is, don't sell it or we, uh, we sell right. it or not, I think I got, I got to step my game up for record store day next year, Stallone. We got to do a, a little... We Me and you joint. Yeah. All right. My That's my it. new favorite spot is is uh I'm gonna put it over just because I like these guys. Uh Long in the Tooth. Nick oh, is I the know. guy. I yeah. know Nick. You know Nick? Of course. I sold him a bunch of shit. He was like, You sold me a bunch of metal. I'm like, Yeah, yeah. Because nice. I, I tell I Nick had... you know me. Wait, me we, oh really? Uh, we know each other well. That's dope. I actually yeah, bought yeah. my dog in a little uh like be- like carrier thing. A gimmick? In a my gimmick. Man, I saw Nick in. yesterday. Walk into the fucking glasses place. That's with funny. Fucking broken glasses. Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. know if you know me by name, but 
He's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you sold me a couple of crates of like good shit. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a, so know. why, why do people right, hate so. on Record Store Day? I see a lot of negative press against Record Store Day. Uh, uh, a sicko has he with it so he can answer. Like, oh, well, first I'll give you, a, like, I, I, I think it's very positive for the actual record store owners. There, okay, one thing is there are indie labels that have problems with it. It fucks up. Your regular releases. In other words, there are bands who want to get their records pressed who can't. Well, I have an answer to that. I okay. am, I'm telling you, and I'm an, I run an independent label. It don't affect my shit at I'm all. Gonna t- I'm gonna, I have so an answer for that. About about that. Anybody who's crying about that, if there wasn't a record store day, there'd be no fucking record stores to go send your record to. Yeah, so seriously. Right. Like, like, like there, are, there are record stores that I know that... Only are able to stay open throughout the year because, because of, of record, record store, store day. day. Right. My uh, the only negative I in, in reality that I have about it are it, the, the hipsterism. The people like why don't you just go to a fucking record store? The other three hundred and sixty. You know what? A lot of people do. forget they exist. I don't have a problem with. It. I'm talking on uh, my problem. My problem is not with record store day. It's right. with that segment of people that well, make it. Well, then a thing. I if need that segment of people. If segment. that segment of people didn't go and mark out for that day again, there'd be no record store day and there'd be no record well, store. Well, if if they and, bought and records. At a normal rate over the course of the year. Nah, I mean, the same it thing. doesn't work that way. Record same... stores aren't what we remember no, them being. I, I know. You'd have the same secondhand embarrassment hearing the guy ask the dumb question about like Smith's records that I heard. You know, oh, do you have blah blah blah? Yeah, I mean, and it's like, yeah, dude, it's 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 right here. It's it's under ass. Like and and like yeah, I get it. I'm, he's probably got it. You in know, fucking I got a couple. I got a couple of friends who own small record stores, and you know, for them, it's it's like Jeff said, like. Makes that's what they thrive on, and yeah. I, I got no problem with that. I it's, just think it's it's the people, it's the fucking, of course, of course. you know. So I went in and I bought a couple of things that weren't really on my list, but I had the dog with me, so I was like, and I didn't have a whole lot of time, but I was like making it a point to go in there and fucking spend some money. And I bought uh, some Bernie Worrell side project that I'd never known about. Bernie Worrell to me is like one of my top five favorite keyboard players. I'm a keyboard player uh, of all times. He's the original Parliament Funkadelic guy. Mm. Yeah, I know Cell Parliament. Okay, I know you do, but yeah, Bernie Warren uh, oh. is the fucking shit. And I no, no, I know Bernie Warren. I just yeah. had to get in that I know Cell Parliament. It was, it was called something like uh, U.S. Funk. It looked weird. It looked whack, but I bought it because it was a reissue, and I'm like, well, it's 20 bucks. I'm going to get this. The other thing I bought was because I have some loyalty to a friend of mine who is Hugo Burnham. He's the original drummer for Gang of Four, first two records. And they didn't have entertainment, so I bought Solid Gold. Oh, I'm and not I, mad And at I that. reached out to Hugo. I was like, this is what I bought on Record Store Day. He's like, you're an asshole. I'm but, not mad at Solid Gold. I mean, neither am I, because it's the first two records are the only records that really count. Of course. But, All right, well, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we're taking our first break of the night since everyone... I had a good time with that little segment right I enjoyed there, it very man. much. I'm usually miserable at our segments, but <laughs> that took me back. See, you didn't even notice how hot it was. I did not. Oh, right. I noticed. Right. Uh, we'll be back in uh, in a couple of minutes while a couple of us take an ocho, a couple of us have a cigarette, a couple of us make another drink. You we'll be back. Some of us make a rabbit wraps. Fuck's sake. 
We're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is uh, that, that's up tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. Tell him, Casey. Goddamn death, death dedication. dedication. <laughs> is Don on the phone? Get down. <laughs> We're rolling. Are we rolling? Hey, dang it, they're hanging. Yo, by the way, the new Pee-wee movie's type L. Oh, so, I haven't watched it yet. I can't wait. You watch so, it, PJ? Nah, you see, you got it. I mean, you uh, watch it. Yo, <laughs> it's so good. I got it. I, I mean, directed that joint, man. <laughs> Yo, peep it, man. That shit crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna get it. The new Pee-wee Illmatic, man. He's got it. What are you talking? La! <laughs> Yo, dude. Um... Nah, nah. That's what I. You know, what I mean, that's y'all little joke with me. But I can do lot of mercy. Follow me, no. That that beat that comes in as I see Lance. Where? The, uh, no, uh, man, that's, that's beating us, Shh. man. Cycle left. Grinding hall. What the hall. fuck was that? I real suckerish, man. Grinding hall. So um, this <laughs> will back. be our fi- yeah, but our, our, like our fifteenth edition of the Word Association, and we said, "Yo, name our shit, name it," and nobody came with nothing better. So uh, honestly, the person who came up with I think is the best one so far is this dickhead right here. And what is it? Just calling it the round table. But well, I got another one too. So someone last week said uh, word association gimmick or word association game. Mm-hmm. We could acronym that to WAG and say, yo, you're just trying to play What does that mean, man? <laughs> acronym. Yo, Pablo, just explain acronym right now. I just shoot my skeevies. What did I say? No, don't look at it. Just explain what that word mean. Um, <laughs> acronym. An acronym right is the first letter of each word. Oh, he tried to use an acronym as a verb. Yo, acronate that. Yo, man, this guy's out of his fucking mind. That's some next Did you write level that down shit. To go? Yo, I don't like, need to. That's like, indelible. I would like to acronate this. <laughs> I would love to acronate you. Um, so, so, I mean, so, go ahead, so, go ahead. so the acronym would be WAG. So you were trying to play a little game of WAG? You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah. man. I'm going to be... This one dude came through and was like, I'm going to keep it funky. I don't know why y'all just don't call it word association. <laughs> I've been saying that from the beginning. I, that's what it is. I like that. Hey, I, I like hey, the... Hey, I don't know. Hey. I don't know. I think, it, I think it should be called Sicko's Got a List. I'm not Sicko's mad at that. List. I'm mad at that. Sicko's like List. you got a list and you're taking names. All right. I'm down with it. Hey. And then you can play my theme song. Yeah, okay. Well, 
Sicko. Sicko. Sicko's got a list. Sicko. I like Something it. Like that. I, I ain't hating that. Something He's like that. A that what too? kind of jerk off? An insufferable jerk off. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I need to do the jazz hands at the yeah. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Ain't nobody watching. I want that segment to come back, though, man. You got to be mad at something. Yeah, but we went through this. I'm mad at lots of stuff, but it's normal stuff that you should be mad at. So it's re- like those fat cats in Washington. Like yeah, that kind yeah. Of stuff. It's only got, if if something pops up. This, this right, right. Yeah. Like I'm mad at sunshine. I hate the sun. Like I, you well, know, get that's, on that. Right, that's, uh, right. That's as deep as you I can't go do some with paragraphs it. on the sun. Oh, oh, I could. Seems like much, fam. Don't nobody want to hear I, it. I mean, <laughs> double space. So it is. Well, I think you start that way this time. All right, we going right into it. I, well, I mean, unless somebody got something to say. All right, all right. <laughs> Someone got heat with all bit. Well, I'm going to take this opportunity to remind people, if you want to get at us, hit us up at our email address, info at broadstreetbreakdown.com, and then we'll get into the little word association. Anytime you're ready. All right, guys, you ready? Yeah. We're going that way? Yeah, we're yeah. going that way, because this motherfucker think he's slick trying wow. to get all the, you know what I mean? All right. <laughs> Jawbox. <laughs> grape, grape is a quality album. Okay, Stallone. Uh, favorite sex move. Wow, what the fuck was <laughs> that, know. man? But, but it was so bizarre that I'm gonna accept. Uh, yeah, that I'm all right it's, with no, that. it's like you know, you got Dirty Sanchez, you got Joe Box. <laughs> There's that one. Joe Box. I don't know what you be doing. Rusty trombone. I don't know what you do the rest of the week. Look, it's not all about rusty trombone. It's not all about. Oh, believe me. Uh, it's about love. Jawbox. Savory. Nice. Glass. Gavin. <laughs> Never heard one note. Ah, no. ah, I mean, I knew I, that's polite. I knew it was going to yeah. get worse, but that's polite. If he were telling the truth, he. I, I honestly. No, no. I mean, like, if, uh, sorry. If you had heard them. Oh, you, okay. Yeah, you're you not despised. Nothing to do with your world. Right, Why'd then. you know sell savory? Nothing to do with my oh, world. I said that was, I like that. I said I like that. I'm gonna say one of my top to twenty be. bands of all time. All right, I'm with that. Sold them a thousand times. Yeah, Pablo, Jawbreaker, twenty four hour revenge therapy. Favorite album. Nice. Stallone, Jawbreaker. Uh, I used to get like two boxes for a dollar. All right, we'll take it's it. It's on that road today. Forced to listen to them by being with Pablo and you. Not me. Pablo, Pablo back me? Yeah. I hate that fucking man. Okay. OG? Never heard one. Always yes. <laughs> yes. oh, going that direction today. Okay. Pablo, Robert Hazard. The Dukes of? Okay. Stallone? Isn't he from around here? He is. Pazzy, do it. Why, man? Robert Hazard. What do you want me to do it? Say what you feel. Whatever uh, that one song he had I was. got it. I yeah, got it. I know what it is. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Gavin will do it. I'm not. You done? Yeah. Is it Escalator yes. of Life? Yeah. I'm uh, riding on, on the Escalator of Life. We're shopping, shopping at wait, the wait, Human Mall. He was from here? Yeah, he's yeah, from he's local. Oh, yeah. Like Mainline uh, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, okay. Ardmore okay. or some shit. I'm also, I'm throwing out a disclaimer. I oh, actually boy. lost 
three pages of the notebook. Oh, what the? F- How do you lose a page of <laughs> a notebook? Like, what happened? Because why do you have it's a, a spiral notebook? and it got ripped out by who? Well, where? Well, what, from wear and tear. Stupid cats. And I don't know where they are. They're probably at home somewhere. I didn't come directly <laughs> from home to here. Vin. So if wear I re- tear, took, took out. So if I repeat something, just let me know. Well, There's a lost and found at Scepter. I think you need Pablo. to go. That, I lost that was, the list. That was pretty good. Oh, uh, it's just random things. White pages with blue lines on them. Pablo, the color blue. No, Pablo, Jethro Tull. Can't name one song. Stallone. <laughs> Jazz flute is for fairies. <laughs> I like that. Pazzy? Elves. <laughs> Gavin. Super Mark. I knew you would Loves the Love the Tull. Gavin also loves Renaissance. Oh, God. That's what was, not what true was the one? What was the one? Was one? Oh, I'll fucking name one. Off, uh, Sitting on a park bench. What was the name of the record? Dika, 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 Dika. Yeah. Greasy finger. All right. Um. Remember when Howard got stuck on it? Yeah. Artie is a fat. Pablo Chevy Chase. Fletch's classic. Yes. Pratt Falls classic. Stallone. Chevy Chase. Ad lib scene with Bill Murray, Caddyshack. You already used that one before, asshole. What? Yeah, but it was under Caddyshack, so he's okay. Yeah, but he gets to shoot on I you. I'm shooting on him. What did I, I say? Wait, 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 what did I say? What are... You used that same answer on Caddyshack. So? Now you're using it on Chevy Chase? Uh, it's so? not an answer. When, when Bill Murray comes around, are you going to use what it again? What's happening? Well, That's what comes to mind. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Pazzy, Chevy Chase. Ad lib line in Caddyshack. Let's all, let's all just take Stallone's His answer. His talk show <laughs> was brilliant. Well done, sir. Well done. And I'm not being facetious. I'm not, so I'm not clapping did, facetiously. Don't say I did more than... Fa- I said his talk show. Oh, I didn't even count. His talk show, one word or two? Yeah, one, one word. word. His talk we, show was brilliant. Six weeks, fired. How, much, how many millions did he get for that? 17 or something. Tell yeah. you what, it was better than Magic's. Cookie. Could be on my show. Gavin. Chevy Chase. I still have heat from Stern. Whoa. As do I. They squash it. I don't don't care. care. I didn't. (laughs) Me either. Janie, get off the phone. Get off the phone. Janie, get off the phone. Guy's got a brain like a cocksucker. Cocksucker, man. Yeah. He is a prick. Fuck Fuck him. him. But that's his bit. Fuck him. Not I mean, I'm 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 not not riding with (laughs) what they said, but he's a cock. Yeah. But I will say... Using the whole hand, Doc? Yeah. All right. Pablo, the guilty remnant. The f- the main chick was heavy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Stallone? I've got to ditto that. That's all I got. Pazzy, the guilty remnant. <sighs> that show ruined my head. Gavin. Uh, brilliant gimmick. White. Outfits smoking. I have a million things to say on that, but I think the top one is needs to be a band name. The Guilty Rim. That might be the name of the gimmick. Me, I'm thinking you Google it and find seven bands. Yeah, Yeah, at this this point, what'll happen is it's too out there, and 98 people already have it. It would have been great before the series, right? Pablo Kanye. I can't say what I want to say. 
Um, no, you can. They probably can. Yeah. yeah. No, I just, you know what? I just took my chance. Yeah. <laughs> Name, Remember who it is. Named his album after me. <laughs> Stallone. Love his online magazine called Complex. <laughs> every fucking, every fucking article, every fucking newsletter. Sorry, this is a lot more. Is about Kanye. It's like I'm gonna fucking Pazzy. To pretend like I care means I care. Just don't care. Gavin. Fifty Cent sunned him. Yeah. Yes. Good deal. Good, Good deal. Pablo Ramona Africa. Brilliantly crazy move was no joke. Okay. Stallone? Oh. Heavy biz. Yeah. Pazzy. Uh I still rock with all I still rock with everybody from move. Um I know I'm limited to five words. Meh. But uh well, I'm feeling liberal. Ramona tonight. Africa and John Africa. I I, I it, it could have been more properly handled. Absolutely. But I'm with it. OG, your close personal friend, Ramona Africa. Um super nice. She's about four foot two and is one of the heaviest people I've ever been around. Amen. Yeah. And was always, always super cool to me. Oh, love it. Like that. Pablo, Sean Penn. Love them in milk. <laughs> Jeez. That's all right. <laughs> I, I he was that. trying to get a papa that he wouldn't kill yeah. Stallone, Sean Penn. Mr. Madonna. <laughs> Pazzy? This is only because I only have five words. Brilliant douchebag. <laughs> Very well done. Gavin? Uh, marked for shooting at helicopters. Oh, okay! Oh. Also, See? mine's going to be Mick O'Brien. Also, okay. well done. Bad boys? Yes, Mick O'Brien. Yes. That's re- Mick O'Brien. Okay, Pablo, Kenny Rogers. Gotta know when to hold him. When to hold him. When to hold him. When to walk away. Still out, Kenny Rogers. Looks different now than I remember <laughs> yeah. him looking then. Plastic <clears throat> surgery. Yeah. Pazzy, Kenny Rogers. Fried chicken. <laughs> Makes a mean bird. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Gavin. <laughs> Ruby, don't take your love to town. Whoa! Jesus, man. That's heavy. Fucking hell. That beats me. I was going to say six pack. That beats me. I mean, you're both a little bit touching the head. I I mean, in my opinion. Pablo, (laughs) Children of the Corn. Never saw it all the way through. Yeah? Yeah. Me neither. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? Are are these guys joking? Uh, No. Pazzy. Malachi. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what I was going to say. say. <laughs> all right, here's an easy one. Pablo, Black Sabbath. What the fuck are you supposed to say? Me five words. First album cover of Most Terrifying. Stallone. Well done, sir. Mm. He's getting good at this. No, no, that's that's the haircut. <laughs> ah, the do. Next door neighbor's older brother hipped me. Freaked me the fuck out. That's like 400 words. Pazzy, Black Sabbath. Invented everything you listen to. Yes. Gavin. Mm. 
also like the Dio albums. Don't shoot on Dio, sicko. Sicko <laughs> thinks that they're not like. That's a whole like, other show. He like don't even sicko. All I'll say his first four albums changed my life. First five, first of all. Yeah, yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll say five, but four mainly. Devil and Woman, the, look, look, out, look out tonight. <laughs> no sells. RJD. That's, that's kind of funny because the next one I have on the list is Rollins. Cause you're a liar. Yes, <laughs> alone, Rollins. Early. I don't believe that that's really Pablo's response, but ah, it's what he chose on, off the fly. Yeah, I mean, if I had to sit down and say, I mean, say, that's his effect on your life. His uh, head. That's not what the game's about. Yeah. If I get up and slap the shit out of you, that's what the game's about. <laughs> I'm joking. The problem with that statement is, right? I'm with oh, you. Scenario, it's the Fonz blow. He's going to tell you. I'll write that. Scenario one, right? Okay. Somehow I'm going with my hands and I, and I knock you out. Right? Oh, that's wait, scenario whoa, whoa, whoa. one. Whoa. Wait, how? I don't understand that scenario. You're not, though. But if I am, that's scenario one. No, but that scenario is real. <laughs> scenario two, I, I size you up. And then I take I take an L I take a fall because I'm like I don't want you to look bad in front of your fans I take a fall, but you and I both know that I took the fall. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my so head it's, is it's, it's never a win win. Wow. It's never a win win if you actually step up and come over here. But both of them are your delusion. Hey! <laughs> if I walk over there, I'll just I'll slap the ghost out you. Oh my god! In both of your. In both his scenarios, he wins. Why are you even entertaining him? I, I know. I just didn't listen to a word he said. Right, right, right. Right. I was just right. waiting to say, hey. Ask me again. Ask me again, Sicko. Shall, should I? Go. Rollins. Saw him seven times. Stallone, did you answer? No. Rollins. Does TV show not about music? Patty. Question mark? <laughs> Seinfeld? Question mark? Seinfeld quote? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> See? What's this all about? <laughs> What's the deal? What's the deal? Who are these people? <laughs> Pazzy Rollins. My war. Nice. Gavin? Uh, gun in mouth blues. Oh, beautiful. No, man. I'm just going to say total mark for everything he's done. Everything? Everything. Everything? Even, even the stuff I don't like. Even the TV show? Pablo. Even the stuff I don't Ministry. like. Ministry. Yeah, <laughs> what? He gets a pass from me, even on his bad stuff. There's Gap, people that get a pass. Gap from ads, whatever. I don't care. I don't care about that shit. I care about the funk bass playing. I don't care. Yeah, that time these awfulness. That, that was don't care about Sons of Anarchy. Give him a pass. He was don't, awesome in that. I mean, I, well, I never watched the show, so I don't even know. <laughs> Pablo Ministry, Stigmata, very influential album. That's not the name of the There's record, no album named What's Stigmata. the second album called? Well, wow. that would be like... That was my first is Land of Rape and First one is Land of Rape and Honey. Yeah. Second one is... Okay, that's like is their third, fourth, maybe even fifth album. He's you talking know the about one I'm talking about. Yes. The one everybody yeah. likes. The mine is Land terrible. Land of Rape thing to taste. taste. Yeah. Give, give me that one. Jesus. For 200, Don. <laughs> okay. Don, 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 Don Fleming, original host of Jeopardy. Jesus. He wins. He didn't know that. He didn't know that. You just gave him that. Uh, you got to help the kid out. Moving Dude, along. Don, Stallone, ministry? Really like the ministry. Spent more 
time dancing in clubs to ministry that I want to admit. <laughs> 473 words. I'll pass that answer. He thinks he's Pazzy. Thieves and liars. Nice. Gavin? Jackie's a supermarket. I know. We talked all about it today. <laughs> I, I don't My answer is, heard it in the shop all day. I mean, <laughs> I can add on to it. Ian McKay. I like that pale head thing. I do. That's just I like, I like both of them. The first couple lard records into yeah. the power. Fort Boy. Boy. Yeah. I'm all right with all. That. Yeah, Pablo Cream. Oh, all over my face. Oh, Jesus. I'm all right with that. That was all right. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, soup. Soft rock genius. Good. Good songwriters. Pazzy. <laughs> the smile. Anyone can see the smile on Because he know, I know. My hatred of Clapton. Hey. <laughs> Why would you force me to. So I got to ask you who's worse? Yeah. Oh. oh. No. This will be an easy one. I know what you can ask me before you even ask me. All right. You want me to tell you what you can ask me? Well, go ahead. You won't admit it. I will. I, no, you'll I, no. Intellectually, you won't be able to admit that I know what you're about to ask me. Go ahead. Who's worse, Cream or Zeppelin? No, actually, I I was going with putting him up against the champ. Oh, I thought against it was oh, that's not even. Yeah, that. I mean, who clapped him? Yeah, come on. Against Ricky Ragman? <laughs> no, no. Okay, not for me. Well, that's how we know who's it's worse. Room, no, I mean, no, no, no. What about Clapton it. versus Dio? Well, yo, man, we haven't gotten there yet. Talking about man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Remember, we were saying that... First off, Dio... Ragman. Who said Dio was... Right. Sicko did. Right. I don't like Dio's music, but it's not a who's worse situation. I don't hate Dio. Yeah, this is just shit to bet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Gavin, you want to add on cream? Clapton overrated butt-like cream. Butt-like. Yeah. I'm, I, I kind of agree with that, <laughs> as much as I hate to. Pablo, Napalm Death. Can't can't name one song. Stallone. Yeah. Can't remember. <laughs> Perfect Pazzy. Napalm Death. Cell phone guy. Napalm Death. Woo! Wow, they got a fucking flare wood. Woo! <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Gavin? Uh, he marks a little. He better not. Mm. They covered the dead Kennedys. Don't like them, but don't hate them. Pablo, the mighty, mighty Boston's. I'm Mark out for the Boston's. Stallone. He should have a lot to say now. Know them. Really good guys. Pazzy. From Tang Records when they were... Hip hated the whole shit. <laughs> to this day, from Tang to when they blew up, everybody that tells me about Diggy says he's the best guy ever. So, Gavin, the boss tones. L- like Dickie's voice more than them. I'm just, I'm mailing them. I'm not really for or against. Couldn't fucking avoid them living in Boston for a little while. Mm. That's why I said, get yeah, ready. Couldn't fucking avoid them. They were everywhere. Pablo, I don't the suicidal tendencies. Bands in their own town. Well done. Nice. Ooh. Nice. Stallone? Suicidal? 
Repo Man soundtrack. Okay. Mm. Pazzy. You're really jamming me up because how much I like them. I mean, it's... That's it's, the challenge of the game. It is. It's, yeah. I mean, love Mike Muir, white boy Cholo, love Rocky, um, punk rock metal, skateboarders, everything you could throw at motherfuckers, man. Like, they did it. They made metal hits. They made punk rock... The, the, the first three metal rec- the, the the first record is one of the greatest punk records ever, and then they made all dope metal records. Gavin, the STs, you down with the army? First album, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. The <laughs> <laughs> one word left. I was pretty much gonna say first album changed my life. It was one of the things that turned me from metal to anything but metal. But that's why I said I like other shit of theirs too. Yeah, we've had this. But combo. I'm trying to. I'm just no, trying but we've to. had this combo. Remember, I played you joined. You're like, that's all right. Yeah, and it yeah, was yeah. later. Yeah, I ain't mad at that. Pablo Howard Zinn, the composer. <laughs> oh my god, Stallone. <laughs> Yeah, loved Gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> Pazzy, take this one. Um, first nonfiction writer to change my life. Well done. I uh, I don't know. <laughs> thank you, thank you, OG. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware that the guy is, exists. That's about as far as I can. There's a difference between knowing and not knowing. I thought you were saying like George Zip from like airplanes. George Zip. Wow. He thinks Howard wow. Zinn is George Zip. Hey, wow. I ain't mad at it no, though. No, fuck. That was awesome. He's genius. <laughs> Absolutely. I think his stupidity just morphed to genius. Shit. Pablo. Diamond David Lee Roth. Come on. Come on. He's shining. Wow. Stallone, can you follow that? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no one can. Absolutely not. Kicks the shit out of fucking Van Hagar. <laughs> ah, has he? I know, I know sell them. Okay. Wow. Fair enough. Love the record fair warning. Yes. Great album. I'm just going to say Dimebag in Central Park. Yeah, when he got uh, clipped. Yeah. Pablo You'd Nas. think he would have a dude. Right? Right? Illmatic of all time. What do you say? Nas. Nas is like... <laughs> uh, I mean, what the fuck? Nas is Nas. Nas changed the game. Pazzy. I think in my head how brilliant... He is, and how much he let us down <laughs> by his bad beat choice. <clears throat> Gavin reminds me of Vinny. Okay, Pablo hate breed from that apartment we hung out. At. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, I, mean, I know why you said it. Uh, okay, it, 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 as long honestly, as you know, that's all. Jokes you know. aside, I honestly was like touched a little bit. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like See the- now that. It just fucked it all up. I yeah. was being absolutely sincere. Fuck you, Pablo. <laughs> How dare Hate you? Hate breed. Like the logo. Stallone? Now I'd look it up on your phone because you don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You old ass man. I mean, I know, but I don't know. I don't know enough. Pazzy. Hate breed. Just a good guy, man. Good, good. Oh. Uh, friend of mine, good guy. Of course. 
Gavin? <laughs> like Josta's podcast. Okay. Quite a bit. I'm neutral on Haybreed. VJ. Pablo Carnivore. Oh. Adolf Hitler, Jesus Christ. Yes! Stallone. Herbivore. <laughs> Pazzy. Pete Steele. Paul Bearer. I was going to say the same thing. Okay. Not, not, uh, I immediately thought of some story Paul that recently Paulie, posted. Yes. Yeah, 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 oh, yes. I, I don't see that. Pa- Paulie and, and Pete Steele go way back. I've, I imagined. Yeah, so I uh, give, give him a pass. The OG. Still, se- second album. Love it. Still love it. Ca- everything carnivore. Um, the typo stuff. Uh, I'm yeah, a, I, I'm I never listened to that. Love it. I love the first typo negative record. The really? first one. Yeah, uh, I don't. You, I, I, Bloody kisses. Yeah, I love that. No, one. I don't I know anything about that. But that first one they put out. I remember we would zone out the, to that. P. Yeah, they they covered uh Summer they did uh, Neil Young. Summer breeze. Me and P Me and P were like super Peter Steele marks. Why? Well, I'm not hip to that, but the first one they put out, I bought because of the carnivore. Thing, because I remember when I was reading the Peter Steele book, and I was like, "Yo, I got it." Yeah, yeah. Like the it's it's a, a heavy heavy book. Like a lot of it is is hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I liked yeah. that first typo negative record. Yeah, no, I and I would read the book. Pablo, Game of Thrones. Never. Oh, I take it back. Every time I watched Gay Sex. What? Stallone. Oh, I hope this season doesn't fucking ruin it. Pazzy. I'd rather <laughs> get smashed by a Mack truck than watch that show. Ugh. Gavin, no sell. Watched last two. Got wrapped up. I'm going to say I'm with Pazzy. Oh, really? Nobody here watches it? I watched the last. I watched like the last three episodes. I've seen a minute of it. The last three episodes of the last season I watched, and I got wrapped up. I wasn't having it until then. It took me with the bitch with the super night. At yes. the, I was like, I'm in, yes. I'm in. I know, not interested. I've been down. I've never seen two. one second of yeah. it, and I was like, it took me like three or four episodes. I was like, oh fuck, my yeah. wife, I mean, God yeah, bless yeah. her, she loves it. Yeah, I, I fuck it. I, I love it. Yeah, Pablo Bushwick Bill. Oh, dead homie. My mind's playing tricks on me. Stallone. Just fucking, I mean, part of a great group. Pazzy, speak on it. Your girlfriend shoots your eye out. (laughs) You go to the hospital and you tell them to take a picture of it. And that's the cover of your LP. Not in the era of a cell phone where someone has it ready and can just snap a picture. Somebody had to take a camera. And take a picture. And and if you don't believe that I'm telling you the truth, I've worked, and so is Salone with the mix, I've worked with Scarface. Mm-hmm. And when I talked to Face about it, I said, how how real is that, dog? And he said, as real as it gets. Nah, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I just... You stole my whole thing, because I was going to talk about the album cover, but... Yo, but why <laughs> can't you? No, I'm going to go with Gangster of Love. Nice. Like that. See, I... 
I like that too. Yeah, yeah. Pablo Don Rickles. Oh, top three all time best comics. I would have said the exact same thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Stallone. Yeah, I know he's your number one. No, he's not my number one. All right, but he's close. I, I give him top ten. Yeah, Pazzy. <laughs> What are you laughing because I called your friend a fat pig? (laughs) 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 And you're going to be sucking sand in Kuwait? (laughs) Gavin? Absolutely brilliant in Casino. I was going to say Balloon Head. These takes him in the back. (laughs) Mama Paz? Super Don Rickles mark. Oh, absolutely. Like, like has weird stories like, of going with my pop to watch him in AC. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, everybody that generation fucking yeah. mark. Sure. Yeah. Pablo Huey Lewis and the news. That's for Josh Hurst. You're being a little bit too loud. What the fuck was that? I don't know. I don't That's get that. That's his line in Back to the Future. He's in Back ah, to the Future. They snuck him in. All right, then. Stallone? Uh, I needed a drug. Fuck, I was going to say that. <laughs> Pazzy? Good video. <clears throat> yes. Gotta go back in time. <laughs> That's what I was going to do. Gotta go back in time. Um, ex- yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here we lose. Yeah. Gotta go back in time. <laughs> the best. That's the best. Gav? He claimed that the heart of rock and roll was still beating. <laughs> this motherfucker, like, I, I don't know what he was thinking about, but <laughs> well he ain't done, that, pal. No heat, but yo. <laughs> you ain't the MC5, motherfucker. Fuck you talking about. I'm whoa, gonna sw- whoa. I'm going to switch up the order. We're going this way now. Uh, yes. OG. <laughs> yo. Gorilla Monsoon. Oh. Whoa, whoa. Wow. Um... Fuck. Um, I'll take an easy route and say greatest gimmick name ever. Pazzy. Gorilla Monsoon. Top three announcers of the biz ever. Stallone. He's got gimmicks. He's Googling. Yeah. Pablo. Wish he wrestled in my generation. Nice. Gavin. Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Who's worse? <laughs> we have a challenge. Whoa. And this is, yo, okay. So we decided that we can have like preliminary bouts that don't challenge the championship of Ricky Rackman. Ding, ding, ding. Can, ding, I, like, can I say like, something? Please. I'll put Fred Durst against Ricky Rackman. Uh, that's what that's, I'm doing. That's, that's, that's the challenge. Fred Durst. Ricky Rackman championship match. Who's tonight? Worse? Who's wow. worse around the room? You're saying for the title belt? For the title. For the world champion title? Like back in the day, Harley Race didn't wrestle on every card, so it doesn't have to be fucking uh, against Rackman every time. Right. But right now, right now for the belt, for the strap, championship match. Card. Oh Sicko, God. you're up. Who's I'm worse? Up I'm going to say Fred Durst. Pablo. It's Fred Durst all day, every day. Two. Stallone. Honestly, I don't have to think about it. It's Fred Durst. Three. Easy Fred Durst. Four. Yeah. Me as well. Fred Durst. We, we, have, have, a new, we have a new champion. never been ever a bigger dildo than right. Fred Durst. Exactly. New Ladies and gentlemen, champion. we have a new world champion. Well done, Fred.
Fred Durst. You fucking did something with that pathetic existence of yours, pal. You became the champion of fucking jerk-offs. Unbelievable. All right. One more for you. Me. Full metal jacket. Uh, what the fuck is that, man? That means you're about to, like, think about that. <laughs> I I don't know if I like where this is going. No. I'm a little worried. Start over. Uh, I would rather watch Apocalypse Now. I mean, I can't. I can't right. get mad at that, that statement. I own the fucking you know special edition shit, of course. But okay, Pazzy, full metal jacket. Hmm. I have to be so careful because mm-hmm. how how much I worship at the altar. Absolutely. Uh, a work of art. Nice, nicely done. Stallone fucks me up every time. Professor, Private Joker reminds of me. Reminds you of what? Of me. Ah. Reminds. And I'm just gonna say. Trying to say. What is your major malfunction, numb nuts, ladies and gentlemen? So concludes another round of the Word Association game. Somehow we have a new fucking who's worst champion. That was incredible. That was fucking heavy biz. Ding, 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 I did not ding. see that one coming. Wow. Windfall, is that what they call it? Yes. Sweeping, what? A sweeping windfall? <laughs> oh. No, but you used it with conviction, so I'll allow. I convict, all right. <laughs> all right, so... Um, I think that brings us to our favorite my new favorite. segment. I think we could, if we go around the room and we gun to your head, you had to choose... I think this is our favorite segment right now of the moment. Pablo's Cheapo Tip of the Week. No. 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 Oh, not that? No. no. Oh, then I know. It's, it's, uh. And it's a heat. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. That's exactly. <laughs> it's a good question. is what it is. <laughs> oh. All right, then. I so, still don't even know where we are. I don't write this shit down. You need to, Perhaps you, you need should to, start. Yeah, yeah, you need a set list, you know. My, we, my, my intern so isn't going to make it hit. I, what, I've, what I've heard from fans <laughs> <laughs> is that this dear Vin thing is going over. Hey, I, I mean, I can't speak for the fans. I'm saying in this room, it's the best. It's the best. I, I mean, all right. Personally, it's my favorite. That's all I'm uh, saying. Yeah, it's all your favorite because I got to deal with this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's my favorite. So, basically, what's happening is we've done a little gimmick called Dear Vin. <laughs> now, this gimmick is I get hit up 4,000 times a day. At least. By retards. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> now. You mean your fans? Stop that. No. Okay. No. No, my, real people deal with real things. This isn't what's happening. <laughs> so we're making a special distinction. Is what Th- this I is... don't know what we're doing. I'm just saying, like, motherfuckers who can deal with other people, <laughs> deal with other people properly. These are This is shit that I get that I'm baffled by. Dear Vin, so what? 
Were you in Bakersfield? <laughs> Sitting right behind me, man? <laughs> I felt kind of bummy when I saw you sitting behind me, though. Otherwise, I would have sparked conversation. Yes! I was homeless when you were out here, though, already for like a year or so. So, so. Wow. I was in no shape to talk music. Plus, it kind of caught me off guard. And I honestly didn't know what to say. Other than thank you for the cigarette. Wow. LOL. What? Now, I have never been in Bakersfield ever in my life. You've never, ever had a cigarette to give someone. I've never had a cigarette Yo, to give someone. What you should do wow. is reply and say, yeah, man, I was going to say something about that. Um, well, I'm replying now. I'm working <laughs> this on that. This is his reply. <laughs> Dear Vin, number two. If I had a rap lyric that I think you would suit you, <laughs> would you even answer if you liked it? No. <laughs> Number three. That was quick. Hey, I'd like to invite you to my son's communion. <laughs> Take a fucking walk. And that's it? That's the whole message? And you gotta bring a gift. <laughs> Ain't doing that. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that last one killed me. <laughs> <laughs> will they have the Will they have the big ZD with the the fire underneath gimmicks? Sure, the Sterno Johns. Because because uh, we could go to that. I'm saying if it's a free meal, I like the ZD. Dear Vin, <laughs> your opinions and abs absurd views of history are grossly inaccurate. Wow, the Afrocentrist dialogue presented in your music are also deeply ignorant not nearly as ignorant as the lack of a grasp on english grammar yeah, all of this misspelled right yeah my man solid <laughs> <laughs> and i'll wrap up dear vin with this dear vin Hey, man. <laughs> Please work on the hooks more. Oh, he's giving you career advice. I can't listen to the hooks anymore. N-E-M-O-R-E. -E. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm at the gym bumping Righteous Kill and Fraudulent Cloth and can't handle two hook. They actually throw me right off after you have a verse. And ain't shit changed is the worst hook ever. Wow. Like, wake up, open my eyes, thinking I'm the shit. That's not you, man. Oh, he, he knows, knows you. Me. Okay. Well, good. It's, it's nice of him. Ain't H-S-I-T. I guess that means shit. H-S-I-T. Yo, don't ask me. Ain't shit change is so strong and I can relate, but not with the hook. The words used in that hook are terrible compared to the track. Solid man. <laughs> Fuck your mother. That has been my favorite. Oh my our favorite segment of them all. Dear Vin. Dear Vin. Vinny, he gets emails. He, he likes to read them to me over the phone. <laughs> ah! Wow. Oh, he gets like letters. That? Lots of letters. <laughs> Speaking of severe mental illness, <laughs> I think that brings us to our other favorite part of the night. I got this. 
I thought we decided last week we weren't getting into this again. Oh, so let's go You're back right. to Delaware, shall we? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. We, we had I a meeting we on, this. We were, on this. I thought we decided we were going to take a little bit of a break. Yeah. Um, I think Gavin spearheaded this com- campaign, but I think the rest of us are in You don't want to save uh, delicious money? The, we, it's we not, gotta, it's what not we want to save is your soul. Yeah, we're not, now on a mission to get you out of this cheap mindset. It's an intervention of sorts. It kind of yeah. yeah, we're putting you in cheapo rehab. You some need to be the, Some of the things that some people are, are posting on Twitter and and whatnot, I'm getting a little bit antsy yeah. about. Because they're writing for me. Bull. No, Bull. because no, because, the soap John. Bull. No, 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 you no. no that's not why. Because I feel like they're getting a little too uh, comfortable with with my man, and I. I think we need to take a break before I start shooting on some fucking marks who think that they can fucking cross certain lines. There's that too. I just want to help our friend, man. I think he's he's in. No, he's fucked up. I mean, like, he's a fucked up dude, and I'm okay with that and all that. But like, I want to take a little bit of a break so that people can really appreciate the 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 art that Pablo's giving them, as opposed to thinking that they can cross certain lines and, and Pablo becomes a punchline because he ain't a fucking punchline unless, unless we're fucking we're telling the joke. I'm doing the punching. This motherfucker. Uh, see? See, this is... Hey! hey. <laughs> it's like... Fonz blow. He's taking the ball. Taking the ball home for a minute. For a minute. It's like, you know... Let's, let's, I mean, let's... even just discussing the whole Pablo Cheapo... I, I need a break. Like I my, mean, his last his last gimmick online, y'all can see it with the, with the uh, little bar, little yo, gimmick bars of soap. Yo, it was well, vile. My question is, who uses that soap? Me. I do. Me. You use the fucking bars? I feel <laughs> that <laughs> the gimmick you use is grotesque. <laughs> liquid li- the uh, liquid soap is oh, like that. oil. Nah, man. Yeah, man. You use a bar in the shower? Yes. Yeah, so what? What the no. fuck yeah. is happening? You guys are gross. I haven't uh, used a bar in like... I like you know why? Because so. you're gross. It feels like oil on your skin. You and you never feel clean, things, right? Not, huh? You use it with a, like a... Yeah. Loose uh, 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 a gimmick. Yeah. Oh, you guys are doing... Yeah. See, I'm not going into a store and buying one of them poofs. First oh, of no. All. I have poofs at the crib, but I ain't doing I'm, that. I'm not. How do you use the... Soap with the poof in a bar. A washcloth. I don't. You don't use a washcloth. I don't use washcloths either. That's a that's a white well, people shit. So wash my I wash my wang. I wash my <laughs> bells. I do my whole gimmicks. I do the I do the washcloth gimmick. Fuck a washcloth. I'm not an animal. I clean my old gimmicks all I up. Use I clean my why, gimmicks why as sm- well. Why I smell good all the time? Why I'm the best smelling motherfucker in the room? You smell I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm just saying. Pablo gay, man. You already smell awesome. Which is so, another man. reason why he needs to take a break. His his brain is fried. So we're just gonna hold off for a little bit. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a little talk with Pablo. Try to help him out. Why there ain't no helping them, but I just want, I mean there's no fixing it. I want, the, it, I want you, the masses to really appreciate and rise up. Absolutely. And, and I agree. Really, rise up, absolutely. really appreciate the the genius that yeah that, that is yeah that's a good that point. Fonz Blow is <laughs> Fonz Blow. Hey, oh, hey, Mrs. C. <laughs> <laughs> Put a sock in it, Roy. All right, so. Yeah, blow. So, well, listen, listen. Here's the deal. Do we get the do we do people write us off in or how how much of 
when we give the uh, the email address, right? Yes. How many people are retarded versus how many people are good? Like, because y'all deal good. Keep it 100. Some, some of them are bad. Some of them are good. And then some of them, they're like, yo, you should do a top five list. So some of them are actually like show ideas that could right, make it right. into the mailbag because it's either something we're already about to talk about or Not something interested. we could potentially talk about. So. Don't care. We don't care. We, do we already we do. know what we're doing. See, we I the nickels. 100%, like, I if, think if, he's way off. To go, no, oh. you keep one on it. Like, I think there's... Well, wait, wait, wait. Let's t- let's tip everybody. Like me and Vinny and Scott don't read the right, emails. Right, right. Me and no, Pablo like, do. Yes. So God, I feel, and I'm and I'm not saying he he's wrong. Wrong. I I'm saying I disagree. One percent are good questions. Ninety percent are just utter crap. One percent absolute batshit crazy. Because we've gotten that is true. We've gotten a couple of those, and she knows who she is. Um. <laughs> And then there's like a 2% jerk-off quotient that feels that they need to write in and critique the show. You don't need to critique the show. We're rolling nickels. Suggestions, I appreciate it, but at the end of the day, we don't need help. Yeah, a couple dudes told me and Gavin like what we should do. Right, right, right. Look, man, let me tell you something about what we're doing. We were, yo... God bless you for listening to us. Absolutely. It's, and God bless you for taking the time to write. And we're all mentally ill. Absolutely. So I don't know how you would sit in, but if you, when you start telling us where to go left or right, right, that's when you get the ghost slapped out of you. And when you feel the need to critique the show, like... Just move on. Right. If, if, the, you don't, if, some, if shit bothers you... Go if, on to the next podcast because right. there's 10 million out there. That's, right. Exactly. That's my... It's not like it's not like 1970s radio where right. there's two channels. Right. If you don't like what the fuck we saying, move Bye-bye. on. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. So. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Blow. Yes, sir. With What's that the being word, said? Papa? We doing a mailbag? Yeah. I mean, you, I mean I'm going to give you a fucking... Uh, a Roman soldier helmet. Uh, <laughs> as long as you get a soap yeah. up first, wow. I'm good. Ow! Fucking pop. Uh, this one's, uh, we got, oh, so, you know, pointed out. We got nothing for correct this week, so he must be fucking too busy. Now, I've heard well, he's, that he wrote mad emails. He told emails. me when I was with him that, that he sent them through. I got nothing. You didn't see anything, I didn't see right? anything new. Okay, all right, right. but then... He's then, sent many before, but this, like, past week... Yeah, I mean, weeks. if you're writing for the show, you gotta write every week. This ain't no fucking, uh... Wow. This ain't no okay. party. This yeah, ain't no just busy being a hype like, man. You, you, you ain't got time to write in the show. You purge the emails after every week? They just it get dumped? It goes somewhere. They don't get deleted, but they go somewhere. They go somewhere. They get, uh, organized. They get, uh, filed. Sicko file that So here we go. First question for Sicko. I don't mess with his filing. Persico from Brandon. What book or article or whatever made you realize that you wanted to be a writer? Ooh, Jesus Christ. Dude, I say I say right. writer loosely. Yeah, me too. Um hey, uh, hey. <laughs> stop it. I'll tell you what, uh, my 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 first earliest influences and what I thought I would be when I grew up come from Rolling Stone magazine. I always wanted to be like a rock journalist until I realized actually what it was and then I had no interest in it. But <laughs> that kind of, and, and plus like that whole medium is dead anyway by the time I got to the age of doing it for a living. 
But yeah, like early Rolling like not early Rolling Stone, early for me when me, I was me, younger. Me, me, me. Thank you, thank you. Me, 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 me. Next one uh, for the OG. <laughs> yeah. This is from Stop encouraging. This him. is from uh, Ghostface Thriller from Ontario. Oh my. He loves and he loves and appreciates the recommendations. He thinks that's an awesome part of the show. Okay. Like so, uh, and I see that a lot. That we're definitely hipping people on stuff they yeah. would have never come across. Okay. So we definitely keep that segment going. But for Jeff, you know how to read, motherfucker, man. <laughs> fucking the fucking, it all fucked up. Oh, hey. Okay, so last week you said something like, um, the new this new thing, I'm not having it. And he's saying that needs to be a segment for you. What I'm not having? Yeah. Each week, and I'm sure you could come up with something that you're not having because you have a bad, you tend to have a bad day during the week. OG's curmudgeon corner. Nah, see that it makes it too gimmicky in the in the bad use of the word gimmick, and it's like if he ain't having something, he'll he, tell you. He he'll tell you. It. All right, that's the shit you just yeah. you just took out. All right, for next one for OG from Eric Sanchez. I'm trying to pursue a career as a tattoo artist. Did you put the accent on the last syllable? Thing? Sanchez. Sanchez. Go on. I'm trying to pursue a career as a tattoo artist, but don't know how to go about it. What advice can you give the people looking to make tattooing their career? Okay, see, that's a good question. No, I'm not mad at that. I'm with that. And he kind of prefaced the rest of the thing by saying, like, he doesn't really know anybody in the industry. So he feels like a chump walking into a spot and saying, can I apprentice? Um, You absolutely have to start to get to know some people in the industry. However you need to do that, whether it's going and getting tattooed by someone. um, You go around asking for an apprenticeship, you're going to be told no. So you got to kind of you got to you got to yeah. you got no not necessarily but you got to start getting tattooed hanging out of the shop getting to know the business a little bit it, it, it's similar to, you know you you have to learn the 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 trade kind of like you would if you were a, a plumber it's it's a, it's a you know there's a certain amount of talent to it but there's also a certain amount of skill that you have to learn it's it's you know and you'll you'll do a long apprenticeship and um, going cold like that. I I really don't have any advice for you. You gotta you gotta kind of work your way into. First step is knowing some people. You, you absolutely have to. You go into these shops cold. They're gonna they're gonna tell you absolutely not. Um, it's a it's a very very difficult business to get into. Very difficult. It seems like the type of thing where doggy you dog have to know. You have to know people because it's not just about those things. It's also about I, I just you feel be like in the from room the, with somebody like yeah, that for that long. Just from the little bit uh, that like, he said like in the them. email, it just sounds to me like it, he's just not hasn't had a lot of exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, get that exposure however right. you can. Whether it's like I said, start going to find a shop that you like, start getting tattooed, start getting to know the people there, start getting to know the vibe of the business. Um, I mean, uh, it's very, very difficult to, to go it. from nothing. Where's he from? Doesn't say. Okay. Is it Canada or something? No, that was the last do. Okay. Because there's bound to be a shop somewhere around him. You know, there's shops everywhere now. Yeah, and if not, you got to move to where it's hip. Yeah. Last one for uh, Paz and the crew. This is from Ian Tafoya. He says, I'm looking for some new blues artists to listen to. Any recommendations? 
Is blues? Blues? New? Yeah, what do you like, mean by new? Like something new artists? That, or nah. n- there's no such thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're talking new to you, we could rattle off shit all day, I'm yeah. sure. Right. Yeah, um, I think that's what he's probably meaning. The, g- anything that was on Chess Records mm. is absolutely brilliant. Every fucking single note that Chess put out is Start brilliant. with the well-known names. Muddy Waters, Robert Johnson, uh, and work your way back from that to the more, more obscure stuff. I would think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I would say Ch- um, Chess reissued a lot of stuff in late 90s and remastered a lot of stuff and put out um, uh, compilations of, of different people. So it would be like almost like a greatest hits with like 30 songs on it remastered and they did one for like Howlin' Wolf and they did two mm-hmm. volumes for Muddy Waters and they did... Um, two or three for Chuck Berry and they did, you know, all that shit is an awesome starting point. Um, and you can kind of go from there, you know. Just Robert put in Ch- drunken hearted man and go from there. Baby. Yeah. Nice. And, and you know, th- then you want to get r- into some really fucking hard stuff. Then you go into the Robert Johnson and that earlier stuff. The chess stuff is more from the late forties and into the fifties, but you go back a little bit. That stuff's fucking hard as fuck. Yeah. All right. That's all I got this week. A lot of mercy. The mailbag. I like the P Jiggy do the mailbag. But I don't know. We'll take, we'll take a quick break and then we'll end the show. Uh, yeah. Uh, we got to go to we'll the bathroom. Yeah, we'll bring you some recommendations. We'll be back in like two minutes. This is Miss Maddie, and you're listening to my Uncle Vinny Paz in the Broad Street Breakdown. That was good. I'm gonna say that's the best drop we've got. Might might be the best drop. By we've got. I agree. Yeah. By far. Yes. Well, Miss Maddie, that's my little baby. So that's the best. We're rolling. Hey. We're rolling. We're back. We're back. Like we never left. I guess uh, we're ending this real quick. We're gonna do the recommendations and then wrap shit up. So I'm I'm gonna throw it to the OG. If oh. you're ready, I'm ready. If you're not ready, I'll go. I mean, I'm ready. He ready. I have a weird one this week. It's, yes. It's, a, it's just a song. Okay. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to whatever. Just go listen to it. It's by a, a woman named Nico Case. Yeah. It's called Hold On, Hold On. Go listen to it. That's it. I'm obsessed with this song right now for some reason. I don't Indeed. know Indeed. Say it I, again because I'm going to peep it. Nico Case, Hold On, Hold On. All right. I'm checking this Is tonight. Is it the first record? Second? I, nah, it's later, I think. Okay. Um, I easily listened to this 50 times in the last two days. Oh, I bet. I'm and riding. Like I'm, I'm going on a, home I'm riding. Fucking, I'm driving. I don't know what... I'm obsessed with this song right N-I-C-O. now. N-I-C-O? N-E-K-O. Yeah. completely off. Me too. The Sicko. My turn. Um, <clears throat> mine's a book by one of my favorite authors, and I know P. Jiggy will back me up on this. It's, uh, it's called Wing, Shoes, and a Shield. It's the collected stories of Don Bahama. Like the Don. Yeah. We uh, we saw Don do a spoken word thing. Don kind of, he's been around forever. He's really only got two two works, two books, sort of like short stories. Um, this particular book combines both, <clears throat> excuse me, into one, um, into one book. And it's some of the most powerful writing I've ever read in my entire life. Whoa. Don got a little bit of shine in the 90s. 
Um, when Rollins was really kind of blowing up and he had 213.61 publications, he put out his book, uh, The Boy in the Air, which is incredible. I saw him read from it and it really galvanized me. Um, it's just, galvanized. Thank you. Galvanized. I was waiting for that. His life story is he's like, uh, my parents' generation age. He grew up, um, I'm not sure that was the proper use of the word. Galvanized? I'm gonna whoa, whoa, whoa it was on your. Gun. Absolutely, the problem. It galvanized you? Yes, it did. I would look it up, Scott. I wouldn't. I look don't it up. know. I don't look know. it up. I mean, I look it up. I, I don't would... need to interrupt, but I'm. Gonna anyway, Don uh, came up. You know, he was like 18, 19 years old when men of that age were getting drafted into Vietnam. He um, grew up mostly on army bases, going, but he's kind of centered in. Uh, very central California, very close to Mexico, and he used to run drugs, mostly for the thrill of it. Like, that's how crazy. He was insane. He was a big, powerful dude, didn't give a fuck. There's stories of him, like, fighting off, like, 12 cops at the border, smuggling all kinds of dope and grass and reds and all that shit. Grass, he says. Because well, that's, says, that's the lingo of the time. Crazy. Yeah. Um, Barbiturates. He's got this amazing writing style, um, and one of the reasons why Down. I like him, and uh. guys like him, writers like him, say like uh, uh, Bukowski, they're these kind of guys who are kind of ham-handed when they write, um, but yet they find this inner beauty in the way they describe like really fucked up, depressing scenes. So it's basically, it's, it's autobiography autobiographical short stories. There's kind of no real coherent beginning and end. You just read these little vignettes and you realize it's about his life. It's great stuff. Don Bahama, uh, you spell his last name, B-A-J-E-M-A. Um, look it up. It's a great read. Knowledge, knowledge. P. Jiggy. So this one is, is one of those ones that we overlook because it's so ingrained in our uh, psyche. Sure. Um, this is a sitcom. It's called The Young Ones. Oh, oh, that was the young one. So everyone, be you know, that's, that's that's a good one because it's over enough. We we absolutely, yeah. one There's, of the greatest shows ever made. So for There's a song to be sung because <laughs> we may not be the young ones very long. This is a British sitcom. Hands uh, up, who likes me? Eighty-two to eighty-four, two six-part series was on BBC Two. Basically, it's about a bunch of college students, and they're all different. One's a hippie, one's a straight, one's a punk rock metal dude. One's a, what would you call Rick? Uh, a prick. A prick, eccentric prick, uh, he, anarchist. He's that know-it-all, hippie, yeah. punky, save the world, people's poet guy. Let's say Rick, Rick, the people's <laughs> poet is dead. The people's poet is dead. Uh, you will hear us yourself on laxative pills. Pollution. You will hear Are us quote this, this series all almost the every episode. So if you want to know what's up, you got to get the young ones. They came to the U.S. in 85 by MTV, and that's yeah. where we first saw right. them. And they were the first punk rock sitcom, and they were they continued to be the only punk rock sitcom for years of any kind of you know Agreed. subculture TV. Just insanity. and Motorhead and Motorhead and the Damned and Madness. Wow, and Madness all played, all played because yeah. they, yep. they would get more money for the show if they had musical acts. Yep. So they forced people to come on, and then I guess they pocket the money. Give Dexy's Midnight Runners, The Damned. Yeah. So real. So awesome. So fucking check out the young ones. I, it may be a little dated for the young kids. But it's fucking chock full of fucking. It's excellent comedy. British humor. Yeah. with PJ. Yeah. Only my, pop music can save us. Yeah. Stallone. I like it. Yeah, my 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 recommendation might be in the obvious category to some, but um, I just got to put it over because it's fucking 
taken over my viewing life. It's the channel Viceland, and it's Shane Smith's uh, just entertainment channel arm of the whole Vice network and the whole yes, sir. everything on this channel. First of all, looks beautiful. Second of all, it's politically or subculturally relevant. It's fucking. It's. It's incredible. From, the two episodes from Jamaica. Yeah, there's Noisy, which is one of their things. I just saw the one on Detroit. A fucking. With, I, I saw. Um, the one on Detroit has all of the, all the fucking the mixes one with that Chicago, I did. The one with Danny's record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah 25 yeah. bucks. And I'm like, yeah. And they show the video a ton of times. But then That's there's great. the one in Jamaica, which is super dope. Then there's. Uh, what's her name? Ellen Page? Is that yeah, Ellen Page? Uh, Gaycation. Gaycation. It's just mind blowing. Then. Um, and <laughs> there's Weedikit. There's some other things. Balls Deep is fucking. That dude, that nerdy dude, I love, Thomas. I, I love, love that guy. I love him. He's so fucking great. Um, and then there's one other show on this on this channel that is a little maybe you know not so. It wouldn't be controversial in any other place except here. I got to put it over. I'm putting it over big time. Uh, fuck, that's delicious. Because my man has <laughs> cracks me the fuck up. I love him as a fucking personality. Yes, I'm talking about Bronson. I can't get away from it. I can't stop watching it. I know you're no selling me, but I not don't care. All, I'm going to bat. Mayhem for my Moran, man. that's my man. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people say that's the, that's the show. I, I got to tell you, man. I have gained a whole new world of of uh, appreciation for my man Bronson. And <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, that's all I got to say. Viceland, check it out. That's me. Cool. <laughs> uh, my recommendation is a little bit off. I think you have to really dig for this. I don't even know that it's on YouTube. Um, what's that other gimmick that uh, people upload things to? Vimeo? Uh, yeah, Vimeo. Yes. I think that, that might be where you have to find this. Um, for everybody who knows, uh, I won't use the word old school cause that's cold crush in them, but anyone who knows Eric B and Ra, uh, organized confusion, all those brothers, you'll hear them, uh, talk about a brother named Paul C. Paul C, um, was a guy named Paul McCasty. Um, he was a white dude that was in the middle of uh, in the middle of hip-hop when it was unheard of to be in the middle of hip-hop when you were a white guy. Um, so there's this thing floating around called Memories of Paul C. Uh, I'm I'm not sure if you'll find it. I've watched it. It brought tears to my eyes. Wait, wait. How did you find it? Someone gave it to me on a thumb drive. Okay. So I don't know. I had never heard of it. Yeah, he was 24 years old when he got killed, and he was in the middle of breaking up a fight. Um, it, uh, Large Professor, everybody knows Large Professor. His production name is Paul C. After Paul, but it's C-S-E-A. Paul, his company. his Correct. Company. Yeah, Correct. Okay. If you look at the back of Let the Rhythm Hit Him by Eric and Ra, there's a picture of Paul C. Wow. I um. Know. When I was on tour with Pharrell Monch, Pharrell Monch organized confusion. He broke down how ill Paul C was. So, so essentially, um, 
this is a, a glimpse into this kid's life. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not sure. Um, do they have like enough? The to, mad people are interviewed. That's man. dope. That's dope. That's what I'm saying. Like they have a lot of uh, actual interviews and people with firsthand experience. Of course. Yeah, I mean, there's people in there like it. It's black dudes from the '80s that were like Paul C was the illest. Um, he played in a huge part, like Mikey D, Super Lova C, Casanova Rudd, Main Source, Large Pro, Organized mm. Confusion, Organized Confusion, Ultra Magnetic. Like all these dudes will t- talk to you. Like Cool Keith will tell you about. He did shit on Ultra Mags. He worked with said G. Oh Jesus! Wow, That's um, so fucking crazy. So. He he mastered a craft. He taught all these dudes how to make beats. So, <coughs> excuse me. It's a name you don't hear that often. It's so funny. No, Memories of Paul C. Paul C. McCasty. Like, please learn th- the game, man. Because Paul C., again, it chokes me up here. If you look at the back of Let the Rhythm Hit Him, if you, if you talk to Large Professor, Large Professor would be like, yo, the guy who taught me how to make beats. That's insane. Was Paul C. That's an insane statement. I like that. Now, when I, this is the, this, when I was on tour with Farrell Munch, we would have a couple drinks backstage and I was like, yo, tell me a little bit, bit about Paul C. And he would get choked up. <laughs> so, the, the Paul C. was like, I'm not going to say pre-Beastie Boys because that's not the truth, but he did hard body rap records before anyone was aware, if that makes any sense. He taught all these dudes how to program hard records. He produced hard records. If you listen to the Mikey D and the Posse record, that is a long lost record. Mm -hmm. He produced the whole shit. He was trying to break up a fight and got killed. In the hood. You That's said the kind he, of 24 man. he was? Yes. Wow. He was 24. Anyone who wants to hit me up and ask about Paul C, hit me up because I gladly talk about him. Other nice. shit, I'm not really interested in talking to anybody about anything. But if you want to talk to me about Paul C, I'll break you down. But if but 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 Large Professor named his production company after Paul C. Eric B and Ra put his picture on the back of Let the Rhythm Hit Him. That's pretty heavy. If Eric B and Rob put right. you on some shit, you was on some shit. Um, so th- memories of Paul C. It's around somewhere. Like I don't know if it was ever officially released. I'm sure one of our gimmick gangers can yeah. Yeah. dig it up or at least point in the right direction. If if you if you want to learn and understand late '80s, early '90s hip hop, and the fact that. There was a nerdy white boy who taught everyone how to how to do it. That's Yo, all man, right. Paul C. Paul C. Paul McCasty, rest in peace. Prince, rest in peace. China, rest in peace. And yo, stop fucking dying, man. Like all <laughs> yeah, my please. heroes are dying. It's like it's it's not funny anymore. So sicko, put over all our gimmicks. Yeah, you know the deal. Uh, get at us. We're on the iTunes. We're on the YouTube, we're on Google Play, we're on a million different platforms. 
Go to iTunes. Do us the favor. We bring you this show at no cost. Take a minute. Write a good review. Not on our webpage. Write it on the iTunes webpage. Big help for us. Get at us. You know the email address. You got questions for the crew. Interesting questions. We're not interested in your critiques of the show. If you like it, cool. If you ride with us, Keep cool. it moving. But if you generally want to know stuff about us, about the show, about us as people, what we do, the address is info at broadstreetbreakdown.com. Hit us up. No Take doubt. Yeah. Take us home, Scott. Yo, thanks again for listening. This has been the Broad Street Breakdown, and we're out. Peace. Yeah.